You should not drink and bake. Fuck you, asshole. Run! Get to the chopper! Run! No! Get to the chopper! Two, two weeks. Two weeks. Two weeks. sequel for you. Between the time when the oceans drank Atlantis and the rise of the sons of Arius, there was an age undreamed of. And on to this, Conan, destined to bear the jeweled crown of Aquilonia upon a troubled brow. It is I, his chronicler, who alone can tell thee of his saga. Let me tell you of the days of high adventure. Sean Martins. All right, next episode on the Arnie month uh, is well, it's Mike's pick. It's Conan the Barbarian from 1982. Warrior, thief, gladiator, conqueror. You would come, man of great strength. A conqueror. Let us take the world by the throat and make it give us what we desire. Dreamed of. 
comes the most incredible adventurer of all. Yeah, man, this is one of my favorite movies of all fucking time. Uh, I watched this as a kid, like way too young to be seeing a fucking child's mother's head beheaded right in front of her in the opening credits. <laughs> like, I bet I saw this when I was like fucking four years old. Four or five. Oh, okay. Super, super. It was one of those ones I just fucking went to my uncle's. When we go visit his house, I'd steal his fucking the tape from it, go watch it. I was like, holy shit, this is amazing. I, it's cool. it's, it's a two-hour block of violence and tits, dude. And my what brother, is it? It is, yeah. so he, my brother wasn't gonna rap me out on that one because he wanted to watch it too. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you know, um, you know, directed by John Milius, who also uh, wrote it. It's just he he's one of my favorite writers of it. all time. Co-wrote it, yeah, with Oliver Stone. Oliver Stone, um, boy. Wow. Which wow. It, it, Stone said it in a fucking post-apocalyptic world. Yeah, it was going to be very different. It was going to it was going to cost like at the time seventy million, which would have been like one hundred and seventy-three million yeah. in two thousand sixteen dollars. This sounds it, amazing, though. He's, he, it he's does. Like, it would have been interesting because you know he was just flying coked out of his fucking mind, and so he's like, <laughs> you know what? Fuck it. We'll, saying, put yeah. fuck, we'll put it in the fucking apocalyptic world. We'll put some fucking creature shit everywhere. So it's a lie. And he's like, we'll fucking do it, man. We'll fucking do it live. Fuck it. There's no, no words. And, and then, of course, the, the Robert E. Howard is the original author of the comics. One of them, and Creator. Edward Summer, correct? I think, yeah. Well, or no, Robert Edward Howard Summer is was sole... another co-writer on the script who was uncredited, I think. Oh, okay, yeah. Well, Robert E. Howard is the sole creator of Conan the Barbarian, along okay, with, like, gotcha. Conqueror and stuff like that, so. A gritty realist, an emotional wordsmith, and a reserved gentleman. These words describe the hardworking author, often called the father of sword and sorcery, Robert E. Howard. Born in 1906, January 22nd, making him an Aquarius, in Palo Pinto County, Texas, to his father, Dr. Isaac Howard, and his sickly mother, Hester Jane Howard. By the time Robert was eight, he would have already lived in seven different homes across Texas due to his father's endless quest to provide a better economic future for his family. It can be well assumed that Robert did not see much of his father growing up, as his father's profession as a country doctor would take him away from home for days on end. It is my belief that having a doctor as a father is what started his often remarked on respect of and focus on his own health through exercise and fitness routines. He often engaged in resistance, band, and bodyweight exercises, as well as engaging in bodybuilding and boxing at an amateur level. In 1919, at the age of 13, his family would finally settle in Cross Plains, Callahan County for the rest of Robert's and his mother's lives. This small town would be the place where over the course of only 12 years, Robert would write over a hundred stories. These would introduce us to, amongst others, Solomon Kane and Conan the Sumerian. 
At the age of nine, Robert would have already memorized The Rhyme of the Ancient Mariner, a lengthy poem linked in the description box below, written in 1834 about a lost ship near the South Pole. Robert lived in an area with a low amount of literacy and access to books, which he would respond to in his own words by raiding local schoolhouses, assumingly during the summer, for more books to read. I believe his tendency towards gritty realism developed during his mid-teens, ages 13 to 15, where he would often witness the terrible behavior of con men, prostitutes, and thieves who would come to cross plains during the town's various oil rushes. Thinking about the social mentality of an oil rush and cross plains, this usually small town of 2,000 people would see their population increase temporarily by 1,000, half their population. That means that during an oil rush, Robert had to watch the behavior every time he went outside or to school of one-third of his town who most likely regarded it carelessly and as disposable as opposed to the residents who lived there year-round. In his own words, I'll say one thing about an oil boom. It will teach a kid that life's a pretty rotten thing about as quick as anything I can think of. High school would be where Robert's reputation as a gentleman would begin. From here into adulthood, Robert would be known to take time out of his day to aid those around him in menial tasks and needed odd jobs, all without being overbearing or intrusive, being regarded as polite and reserved by the residents of Cross Plains. I briefly mentioned earlier that Robert had memorized a lengthy poem as a child, but what almost no one talks about was Robert's love of poetry as a whole, even writing a good number of poems himself. Here's a brief reading of his poem, Alamo, from 1926. For days they ringed us with the flame, for days their swarming soldiers came. The battle rack was gory, we perished in the smoke and flame, to give the world their traitor shame and our undying glory. At age 15, Robert would write and receive money for his first story, Spear and Fang, in 1921. This freedom felt from gaining money for, in his own words, being his own boss, and the creative liberties it gave him, would be where he would make the decision to become a writer. If the name Spear and Fang sounds familiar to you, then you're probably familiar with Gendy Tartakovsky's Adult Swim miniseries Primal, whose characters were named in reference to this story. This story would also be our introduction to Robert's love of studying ancient races, as the hero is very clearly labeled as a Cro-Magnon man and the villain as a Neanderthal. Arguably his most standout example of love for ancient anthropology would be his writing of the Conan universe, fusing pseudoscience-inspired mysticism about Atlantis with a mixture of experts in the field's knowledge of the time to create his 10,000 BC Hyperborean Age. Solomon Cain, a 17th century English Puritan, would also inhabit a future version of this same universe within his novels. Robert also believed in a lost continent of Atlantis theory. However, this was a much more down-to-earth version, believing that Atlanteans, though one of the great races of history, were ultimately similar to other ancient peoples. He believed that they were merely an offshoot of Cro-Magnon Man that had survived some great catastrophe. This would influence the writing of an early character that would arguably serve as a prototype for the character of Conan, Cull, Exile of Atlantis. For much of Robert's adult life, according to his close friend and fellow author H.P. Lovecraft, he saw taking care of his sickly mother as one of, if not his primary charge in life, 
implied by HP's pointing out of the cause of Robert's suicide in 1936, only four days after the death of his mother, as a great depression provoked by the impending death of his mother. He would only be 30 when he ended his own life. Robert, it can be assumed, was morally driven in his life by a connection to his family, which itself was not immune to the study of race which Robert enjoyed. On the subject of his own ancestry, he would go on and on, one quote from him reading, There is not one foot of British ground, not one hand's breadth of soil in England, Scotland, Ireland, and Wales, that has not been drenched with blood, my own blood, the same that courses through my veins. In every war I have kin on both sides. I am largely Gaelic, Irish, Scotch-Irish, Norman-Irish, Anglo-Irish, and straight Norman, with a touch of the Dano-Irish, from a red-headed great-grandmother. Mainly, I am Irish and Norman, with the Irish predominating. It's well known as well that the Sumerian race, which is the race the character of Conan comes from, is largely based off of ancient Celtics. This has led some to believe that Conan was a self-insert of Robert himself, Based on the MBTI personality diagnosis of both Robert and Conan, however, I would have to disagree. According to the personality database, Conan is an ISTP, or the Craftsman personality type, while Robert E. Howard is an INFP, or the Idealist personality type. And I think this lines up a lot with what we see from both the character and the author throughout both of their lives. While both the author and the character were realists, Robert in life was far more of a moral romantic, often focusing on what the righteous, empathetic thing was to do that day, and Conan was more of a morally gray, but more on the white side soldier or mercenary. Conan's objection to things like rape, which is showcased in The Veil of Lost Women, is more due to him viewing it as an unnecessary cruelty. He was hired to do a job, and it is implied that he sees men who have to rape to attain sexual experience as a sign of those men's inferiority. Conan, to my understanding, more represents Robert's love of his ancient ancestors than himself. Robert's writing style was influenced partially by his need to orally recite his stories while typing them, as well as a desire to have his friends come over to help him act out his stories like plays to help him visualize for the sake of communicating the emotion of his stories to a general audience. This is also a good opportunity to clear up by far one of the worst misconceptions about Robert E. Howard, and I already talked about how he was regarded as very kind and reserved, but he had friends. This idea that he was some lone, crazy man in this small town who would go nuts about, Oh, I know this character called Conan, and he has wild, crazy hair. No, that's not at all him. He was a very well-liked person. According to his very diverse library, Robert was influenced by the varied sources of poetry introduced to him by his mother, world history, anthropology, sports, biographies, and the genre of Texana, which is fiction and non-fiction focusing on the lives of average Texans. Most of Robert's characters could arguably be placed under the common category in adventure of fish out of water, another way of saying that the main character is usually in an unfamiliar environment relative to their origins. Conan is a Sumerian traveling the world. We rarely ever see him in Sumeria. Solomon Cain is a late 16th century, early 17th century Puritan traveling the world, again, largely never seen in his native land. And El Borak was a Texas gunfighter in Afghanistan, which just sounds like an awesome concept in of itself. This video is only a taste of the beautiful world created by Robert E. Howard. 
Whether you find yourself exploring the ancient continent of Atlantis or its 17th century ruins with Solomon Cain, I hope you'll look deeper into these amazing pieces of literature and the life of a good man. Which is, yeah, funny. Oh, and also, of course, Dino De Laurentiis, the, the fucking just legendary producer. Yeah. And, his, uh, and, his, and his daughter. Yeah, I, I thought that was really cool. Um, Edward Pressman is another famous producer on this as well. And then, of course, the Basil Paladaris score Basil is just Paladaris, fucking man. amazing. Fuck, yes! right? mm-hmm. And I was reading that it's like a placeholder that filmmakers will use like while they're shooting their movie. It's kind of like just to have something to go on. Oh, just because it's, it's like, just so well-received and just yeah, it's like it's the James universal. Horner, that James Horner like, alien score. That they yes, use it for like, yeah. Terminator yeah. 2 back and shit. Yeah, I totally feel you on that one, man. It's so it's much of this movie is the soundtrack too. I mean, it's yeah. such a it's such a big part of the movie uh, because there's not a lot said, and that's great. You know, yeah, there's not a lot of dialogue. Yeah, didn't need it, right? I think no. that works better. Even even I feel like James Earl Jones talks too much, which is kind of funny. Like <laughs> he doesn't have a whole lot of lines. I like his mystique more when he's just staring like into your fucking soul and oh, yeah. turning you into snakes yeah. and shit. <laughs> yeah, it crushes, dude. This um, I I I. Uh... I did buy this when I was like probably like 12 or 11 nice. at the mall at Suncoast I did for uh, I did it with my uh, lawnmower money. And yeah. uh, man, it blew my mind. And it's still, it's still like fucking like blows my mind to this day. It looks great on that, that transfer on, on Amazon Prime. Um, yeah, and it's that, just, that's just Blu-ray quality. I thought it was 4K. It still looks incredible. It still looks great. That, that's that shot that Mike mentioned before when young Conan's mom gets her head cut off. Looks, it's a great fucking shot. It's amazing. <laughs> and, it is and really the mother, good. She is so like she is such a strong feature. She's fucking hot. Yeah, she's she like, so cat, hot. Cat eyes, she's a man. model oh or God. something, I believe. Yeah. Man. She had one other major acting role, but I don't have it up on hand. But yeah, it, dude, yeah, that, that lady, I was like, holy shit. And then, you know, well... Her eyes get removed. <laughs> sure. <laughs> it's fucked up. <laughs> yeah, what a way to go. But uh, so you were. Mention, you, uh, sorry, go ahead. No, no, I was, I, was, I was bringing it back to you. You saying you were about twelve when you first started watching it? Yeah. Yeah, and dude. Then, and, that, like, like on repeat. And then when I found out they had, uh, and I had, uh, they had Destroyer. I was like, fuck yeah, give me Destroyer, man. I gotta watch that shit. And I knew like immediately, like, like this is something really different about this fucking movie. It's not the same movie. It's, I still like it, but like to this day, if you guys go back and watch Destroyer, it's, it's fucking hilarious, man. It's amazing. It's <laughs> more of a comedy than it's, it's a goofy it fucking movie, man. It really Holy is. Shit. Whereas this but, movie kind of feels like you're on a quest, like you're actually yeah. on a quest to like steal shit and then fucking get money and then, get revenge and it feels like you're playing a really good game <laughs> like we were talking about <laughs> earlier before the episode it does kind of feel that way it, it, and it's like one of the first early adventure kind of medieval sword fighting movies uh, sword and standal movies i guess you'd call it yeah mm. yeah for sure um it's it, it got those really great sweeping shots of them running like it looks you can tell that like probably more than likely peter jackson loves this movie and it's like it was really wide shots of just them running, like Lord right. of the Rings. They just run and you know, great shots. They look great. And the horse is going through the woods and everything. Horse yeah, going through the woods. It's, it's yeah. Very, also, Ridley Scott and his kind of epics. Right. Did the horn? Even the horns uh, from uh, Basil Pelderas, uh, His sometimes his horns sound kind of. Uh, what's, what's his name? Uh, who's the guy who did Lord of the Rings? Uh, James? Not James. Oh, um, I can't think of his name. Hang on. I just got me drop. I'm gonna drive myself fucking crazy thinking about it. But I'll pull it up. But uh, even his horns. Sometimes sound the same. Uh, sometimes sound the same in, in the Lord of the Rings. That boom, 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 boom. Howard Shore. Howard Shore. That's it. Yeah. Sound very similar. <laughs> yeah. Very, very close. <laughs> it's great. I got to mention real fast that uh, I didn't realize this uh, until today when I started listening to some Conan the Barbarian, Conan the Sumerian books. Um, that uh, 
Robbie D. Howard's from is from Peston, Texas. I didn't know he was a Texas oh, cool. guy. Hmm. Dude, um, actually, but, I think I remember my because my uncle had a lot of the old comics. God, I wish I still had access to those. I, I found those in like the Warlord comics from back in the day, kind of similar themes. Yeah. And I remember him kind of telling me something about that. But he's like, he's from Texas. Like, oh, yeah, shit. Yeah, Pest, Pester, Texas. I don't know where the fuck that is. I have no There's so many pestered little towns me, in there. Pest, fucking pestered me. Yeah. <laughs> and I, uh, apparently him and uh, AP Lovecraft are like really good buds. They like call, oh, each, call each other on the phone. And you can, and, uh, I'm not, it's not really in the book. I mean, in the movie so much, but in the stories, you can really tell that like Lovecraft is rubbing off on this guy big time. They're talking about some weird alien shit and like the dark uh, ones cool. and really huh. cool shit. But like, really, like we watch this movie and it's a, of course, it's a fantastic and an incredible movie. But like, oh, there's a lot of weird shit. Like, yeah, like Destroyer, Destroyer is more like a Conan uh, movie. Like, like all that weird yeah. wizard shit, like the mirrors and. And I like, like this goof- one better. Well, I do too. I'm just saying that, like, but I still love Destroyer. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just saying that Destroyer is more, almost like more the like uh, the, the comics, yeah. Yeah, the, the Destroyer does seem like just like a fever dream. <laughs> yeah, the ma- the magic crazy. in this one does seem a little more, like, ambiguous. Like, yeah, there's a I couple like things it. that are obvious that it Me works, too. Yeah. but there's yeah. also, like, calling out a wizard that can't really do shit. And, like, <laughs> even that's going to fuck you and then turn into a lightning bolt and bolt out of Right. <laughs> and, so, yeah. that's, it's a succubus, right, that lady? It's got to be a succubus, right? Probably, yeah. That makes just, sense. Typical just, women, you sleep with them t- one time. <laughs> <laughs> I was just trying to get the pussy. <laughs> Talking about his snake and shit coming together. Two snake hits coming I together. I got one snake for you, and it's two-headed. <laughs> it did, he did have the enthusiasm of like a guy describing his first tattoo to like the artist of what he wants, like a two snake with one body and moon, and a, and a <laughs> you can see the excitement of that character. Is so good. It's, it's great. Yeah. Um, I will. I will say. Um, to, um, I haven't read them all. I mean, uh, Conan's not really a. Com- they turned into a comic book eventually. Marvel did, but. Um, the book, they were actually short stories or like almost like uh, they, were, they were mostly mm-hmm. in magazines, like weird science and uh, weird fiction, stuff like that. Weird tales, I think it was called, but like 1936, I believe. And uh, yeah, they were just like short stories that he wrote. And then eventually they became comics. And uh, um, uh, and really cool thing. They had this, they had this uh, real long sort of, um, I don't know what you call it, but like uh, sort of like the background of H, uh, Robert E. Howard at the beginning of this um, collection I was listening to called the coming of conan the sumerian uh but um he talked about how uh when he came up with conan uh what he wanted to do is never make it um like have like a like a, a storyline that, that followed through like i guess linear linear would it be linear storyline or yeah just yeah. straight in order you know <laughs> yep. from yeah beginning to end. he never wanted to make something like that he wanted to be like you could like uh like you you'd sit down at a at, but, but like at a fireplace or whatever, you just like run a fire, uh, a fire at a campground. Like, hey, you hear about this one about Conan the Barbarian or Conan, King Conan or King uh, or Conan the Sumerian? Like they're, they're never in order. There's never one character that follows through besides just Conan. So like there's ne- like I listened to like five or six, like four hours um, of uh, stories today. And the only person that's really uh, that's the main through line is Conan the Bar- Conan. He called himself the Sumerian uh, because he's from Sumeria, but like mm. it's, I thought it was really interesting. Like he just kind of like, kind of walks into like on into situations. It's kind of interesting. Yeah, that's mm. very interesting, man. Like he, the book starts the one of the the first the very first story of Conan is called King Conan, where he's a king already, and um, he talks sort of he talks about his his um, sort of his barbarian ways, and there's a guy that wants to 
kill him and take over his his um you know his kingdom and whatnot and then after that story ends the next story is about conan just like um uh, uh he's just finished this huge battle right and it's all these dead bodies and um he kills this last guy and he sees like this naked woman like float down from the sky and she like teases him and he chases after her like and it turns out to be like this um turns out to be uh this sort of uh ice queen that ice queen what are those uh, frost giant there's a lot of like uh thor stuff in the original oh, uh, yeah. stuff but it's okay. like this, it's this woman who would come down after a battle and like tease all the injured men that are close to death that like come and fuck me but you can't kind of like or, a siren or what yeah it's like a siren or like yeah because uh, she leads like she like, like if people are some of the uh, men are kind of like wounded she'll like lead them out into the desert but like there's this huge delusionment around them the huh. whole time which i thought was really cool um just like stuff like that it's all like different stories and you find conan and conan's always a fucking badass but he's also like really smart uh in the books too he speaks well. He does seem dumbed down in the movie, kind of. I mean, I'm like well... really quiet in the book. In the, in the movie, he's really quiet. In the book, he talks a lot. And he's a smart guy, so it's weird. Yeah, and the, the movie definitely seems like it, yeah, he's he's just all brawn. And uh, I mean, the most emotion he shows, another man cries for him when his chick dies. So <laughs> there's uh... <laughs> the movie. I cry for I him because he will die. <laughs> like, man, what? That's, a, that's a dude's bro right there. <laughs> yeah, that's looking out for your homie, dude. Hey, don't cry, bro. I got you. <laughs> yeah, right. It's interesting, too, that the first story that they do is, or in the comic or whatever you're saying, was the story about him being king, and they just dick tease us in both movies about yeah. that, and then never show the movie where that happens. I know that was supposed nope. to happen, but it that's never a did. Bummer. Well, I will King mention this. Oh, this is pretty cool. Um, so there's a story... Sorry, I'm not talking to the mic. There's a story um, where um, Conan goes. It's I think it's called the Statue of the Elephant. And uh, so Conan it kind of opens up with this this fucking loudmouth guy at a bar, and uh, uh, Robbie Robbie Howard's talking about all the fucking people, and they're like rogues and thieves and fucking. Uh, um, this is like 1936, but like this guy basically giving advice to people like how to like. The sex traffic women <laughs> it's crazy yeah, um like the right way you know <laughs> but uh <laughs> um he's talking and conan uh he talks about like this this statue of the elephant and conan's like tell me what you know about the statue of the elephant or this whatever tower of the tower of the elephant he's like you never heard of the the uh the heart of the elephant he's like i've heard it's a massive ruby. it's a big ruby and i'm like oh okay so like it's kind of like uh, alberstone must have read some co- bunch of conan books and basically turned that Ruby thing they find uh, that the snake is guarding at the bottom of that tower, which is this tower has got snakes on it. And the book is is the Tower of Elephants. That's sick. And they use yeah, the that's, that's crazy. They, they use the <laughs> grapple hooks and everything. They meet a guy. Uh, Conan meets this dude. Uh, Valeria is not there. And the guy he meets is he's not named whatever his name is. I forget Tobatai or something like that in here. But um, he meets this dude, quote unquote, the Prince of Thieves, as they call him. And yeah. uh, they hang Robin out with <laughs> Kevin Costner. Um, but yeah, they do the same thing, but it's a lot. There's there's more to it. It's way more fan, uh, uh, fantastical in the, in the story. But like, there's like themes, though. You can tell like Robert Stone took from here and there and kind of just meshed it together because all this snake imagery, um, there's sort of a lore to uh, this, the, 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 the sort of world to Conan. And there's this character named Set. And uh, apparently he was a, he was a human. Uh, until like basically, he was a, also a wizard. Uh, uh, Robert <laughs> B. Howard fucking hates wizards, man. He, he, wizards are like the, the worst fucking things ever in his books. You're a wizard, but, um, Harry. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and then Conan would come in and just fucking decapitate him. But uh, and, and this, uh, he was a human, but then like all these uh, the, the good wizards or people, whatever, against them, they basically destroy his body and he turns into a, a, a gigantic snake. And uh, apparently he's the god of uh, Stig- Stigius, I think it's called Stigius. And it's in the cities, in the, the uh, not the city, but like the area is called Stygian. And Stygius is like this, like basically like um, what's that place? It's like Mordor, <laughs> basically Lord of the Rings. Like all okay. the evil shit happens there. Like every once in a while, like some evil shit will get out. But uh, I thought that was interesting because he makes Stolz of Doom a snake in this. And he was a giant snake that uh, Conan kills at the beginning of the movie. And it was kind of fun how he just kind of mixed, he took things here and there and kind of mixed them in. That is and cool. I, I was reading that Tulsa Doom is actually a coal enemy and not Conan. Ah, that makes sense. Okay. Yeah. Right. That, Very the similar snake, characters. The snake thing was seen in both comics, uh, the imagery or the snake or the snake cult or whatever. But mm-hmm. um, in the comics, the Tulsa, or what? what's her name? Tulsa Doom? Yeah, Doom. Sick um, name. Yeah, that's fucking awesome. Doom. Sounds like a great <laughs> metal band name. Oh, great <laughs> metal band. Yeah, dude, for sure. But yeah, it was a Cole enemy, which I thought was interesting. Yeah, it's funny because I covered Cole in here on the podcast with my buddy Johnny back in there. It's a fucking hilariously bad piece of shit movie, but yeah, with Kevin yeah, Sorbo, it it's Cole. Lots of metal, yeah. a lot of nineties metal playing. Yeah, dude. I, but I would say it's like uh, James Earl Jones playing Tulsa Doom. I thought was fucking sick. Oh, I think yeah. he did a killer oh, role. Amazing. Him and his his beautiful fucking Prince Valiant haircut. That he has. It <laughs> remind me so much of the uh, that's the fucking hair that's like so straight. Yeah, yes, dude. <laughs> Y'all ever watch the Player Haters Ball and Chappelle show? Like, oh like, yeah. Uh, oh yeah, man. Silky Johnson, like hit me, baby. <laughs> this fucking like nice flowy Get hair. Hair spray. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Bet she wears underwear with dick holes in them. <laughs> <laughs> Talking about Rosie O'Donnell. Rosie O'Donnell, yeah. <laughs> I've been rewatching Chappelle's show because that's funny. It came on. I just put it on the background music, and next thing I know, I'm like halfway through season two. Like, God so damn it, good. it's, it's so, so great. Good. But there's a couple of scenes in there where, like, uh, dude, he, he like James Earl Jones will look over his fucking shoulder with the hair like that. It's just like a mm, central with his, like the, his contacts. Yeah, yeah. He's got the fierce look, you know what I mean? He's like, ah, yeah. you trying to like seduce me or kill me? Are you fucking <laughs> modeling for Maybelline? What's going on? <laughs> he got, he almost got Arnie at the end, dude. And he almost dropped his sword and everything. I mean, he, you know, he got his mom to drop her sword. Yeah, yeah. Gave him the blue steel. Yeah. yeah. So Conan's dad talks to him about the riddle still at the beginning of the movie. And what is he, his dad says like Crumb resides on his mountain or is he inside of his mountain? He's, he resides on his mountain because even later, Schwarzenegger's like, ha, Crumb, he laughs at you from his mountain. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> it's so great. What god do you worship to? Worship the four winds. Ha! <laughs> Crumb laughs at you four from winds. his mountain. <laughs> <laughs> so and he's great. like, yeah, your god is under my god. My god yeah, looks I love under your one. god. Yeah. And he took a minute. He's like, damn, dude, that might be true. He says, uh, <laughs> he says, my god is the everlasting sky. Your lives underneath him. Great line. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, it is. Yeah, so he pauses thinking... for a second, like maybe everything I believed is bullshit. Just turn it all around <laughs> on him in one sentence. Yeah. <laughs> and the, Guess and I'll the... just keep killing. Yeah, I'll just keep <laughs> keep keep stealing. Um, I, in the in the book, uh, Crom resides underneath the mountain, and uh, apparently they don't like to talk to Crom very often because he's kind of a piece of shit. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> he does say that Crom's power like lives in the ground or whatever. Then he finds the sword, of course, underground. Right. It, I guess Krom huh. was like for the people for the people of Samaria, like like when when he was a new god, 
uh, he really uh, kind of believed in the people, his people. And eventually he became sort of like a recluse and like it could give a fuck. So and, uh, maybe, that, that's me post pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> and and the, I think one last note I got uh, in the stories, uh, everybody in the stories, everybody always says buy something. It's always buy their God, whatever. Yeah. And, and uh, Conan's always saying buy crumb. <laughs> yeah, fun. Yeah, I mean, he he even says like, either grant me this revenge or go fuck yourself. So maybe yeah, that's the way. The hell with you. Maybe that's the I way love it. to be treated. Uh, so something topical on this is I just started playing the Conan video game. It's like a which one? Uh, uh, was it Age Age of Yeah Conan Exiles Age of Oh man, I, I never played that one. It's wild. It's it's completely fucking crazy. It's an MMO, uh, right? Yeah, it's it's like more like a survival game where they just you're on a fucking crucifix and conan cuts you down and that's the last you ever oh. see of him you're out in the middle of the desert and it's okay, like you're on the tree of woe or like a crucifix no no it's an actual crucifix that's they give amazing you, <laughs> they give you nothing they give you absolutely nothing and you're completely naked and it's it shows you everything regardless of who you think. really okay wow <laughs> yeah and you're butt-ass naked and everything out there is trying to kill you and you're basically running through and you're they don't tell you how to do anything nothing's given to you and you're just kind of like if I click on plants, it gives me plant fiber. And you're like, uh, I guess I can weave this into <laughs> shoes. And then you die because you're in the desert. And you don't have water. You don't have food. It's so fucking hard, dude. That sounds really shitty. It, it, <laughs> Maybe that has plant fiber for to make you shit. <laughs> <laughs> and maybe you could form your shit into a clay for a house later. It's build like yourself a house. <laughs> Everything you need. You're going to need every single thing. Dude, it's intense. But oh, I'm finally getting, yeah, finally getting a, a, a hold on it to where I'm starting to. I, I was able to um, build myself a pair of underwear. So that's a huge day for me so yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> this game sounds ridiculous. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Yeah. I'd be piecing together my underwear in a fucking Conan game. Like, man, I just want to cut people's heads off. <laughs> I'm building up to it. I'm building. I punched a rabbit to death. I'm building up to it, dude. Yeah, it <laughs> I didn't have a weapon. Baby steps. Baby steps. I mean, hell, in the movie, Conan basically walks himself into a bodybuilder physique. You know what I mean? Oh, that's I guess true. I'll just start walking. <laughs> What's, oh, yeah, that's true. That. That's an awesome fucking transitional shot. It's great. Oh, they're, oh they're, yeah. uh, the the segues and um, kind of montages are really well done in this movie. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, what's it? I, I, I call it the wheel. I love the wheel and the transition. It's just amazing. And, wheel and, and, in the sky. It's because I don't. The symbolism of that wheel is used a lot everywhere. Yeah. It is. It's on his chest, you know. Uh, he like, tears off, tears off like the, the past, you know, to get, go to the, you know, basically throwing away his past and forgetting about that. Well, I guess he didn't really forget about it. He didn't say much about it, but he just yeah, starts murdering motherfucker. Yeah, he starts fighting and banging chicks in front of people. <laughs> <laughs> the weird, such a weird fucking scene. He's like, he's, so kind of like, he's like kind of like reading a scroll and like just bring this lady in and everyone's just like watching. I'm like. He puts the thing on the lady and like lays the lady he's like, down the beanbag. It's like, oh, I guess he's not gonna bang him in front of these people. He's like, nope, just nope, throws don't bang that. <laughs> rips the blanket off. It's like, hey, I'm about to give you some penis. He <laughs> did not care anymore. <laughs> this is happening. Right now. <laughs> That's what they said. He did not care anymore. <laughs> <laughs> the voiceover. Oh, it was perfect. Yeah, that yeah, was Mako's bring, that time. Mako's uh, voiceover is awesome. Also, uh, I'm not sure if you guys. Uh, knew this, but uh, Mako was like the voice of like Splinter later oh, on. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, he, that guy's had like 175 uh, different credits. Like it spans. I, I wrote that down. 
It's a crazy like everything all the way back to like that I Spy show with Bill Cosby way back in like God the 60s damn or really whatever. holy shit yeah man um let me see 165 credits um everything from McKell's Navy I Dream of Genie I Spy to Rising Sun Highlander Three Pearl Harbor Avatar TV show Memoirs of a Geisha and of course TMNT is the uh, Splinter yeah. It's like he has had a he had a long he he passed away in two thousand nine, but at like you know eighty some odd years, you know he right, had a right. damn good life. Well, much unlike Jerry Lopez or Gary Lopez, I don't I don't even know. Yeah, how to it's say Jerry how to Lopez. Yeah, it's okay. Jerry who ha, who's it's had Jerry. almost nothing for a career because the dude was like basically a surfer. Professional surfer. Whole life, yeah, yeah, professional surfer lived his whole Blue life as mind. a surfer that just got roles in movies. I guess you know that's pretty cool. It's like pretty sick know, life. Yeah. I'm gonna that's go catch some waves, bro. And I'm just gonna like hang with Arnold for a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I'll be a subatai for some time, I guess, and then go yeah, catch right. If you guys uh, want to listen to a, a, a pretty long Conan episode, I think it's like three, three and a half hours, maybe it's four. Holy uh, fuck. But we, they get like a lot of people from Conan and uh, they get uh, Jerry on there. He didn't sound anything like that. Like, he sounds like us. <laughs> so well, yeah, he was born in Hawaii. So like that, that kind of surprised me. It's like, oh, wow, yeah. he actually does a good job in this movie, even when he's crying for a homie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he, <laughs> he don't pour out liquor, man. He pours out tears for a homie. <laughs> yeah. I find that interesting too, because mostly like uh, Conan's by himself in the uh, in the books I, re- I listened to today. And if he does have a companion, they fucking die. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean that makes sense for those type of novels. It's like, yeah, we got to give them someone to to meet and then kill off so they can't kill Conan. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, um, he's amazing. I I, I love. Um, Oh no! Just, my fucking brain had a brain fart just now. Uh, I love Valeria. Oh, oh, Blue! Oh, oh my God! Uh, Sandal Bergman. Sandal Bergman's great. She, she is unbelievable. Apparently, she only had like a um, a credit for all that jazz. She was more of a dancing oh, background. Okay. Yeah. Really? And her and Arnold did all their own stunts in this because they couldn't find any suity, suitable uh, body. <laughs> Makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> no so she way. goes from all that fucking jazz with spirit fingers to really crazy dogs chasing them and all this, <laughs> you know, all the cra- a snake fucking killing her in this fucking movie. You know, yeah. like oh, spoiler, sorry. <laughs> oh, oops! For like a forty-year-old yeah, movie. Conan, that's shame on you. Just shame on you. Yeah, shame on you. <laughs> it's weird because it doesn't seem like she had too much of a lucrative career after this, and I thought she was awesome in this movie. There's a movie. I, there's a movie I want to I want to cover on the show. I've been dying to cover the show. Hopefully, it get to ha- gets to happen one day. But I'm gonna look. At, I gotta look it up real quick. It's like an '80s action movie. It's re- looks absolutely ridiculous. I, yeah, she's popped up in some kind of like B movies, like Tron was saying. Not really a. She didn't really go into like a major career, but I feel like we did cover something with her in it before, but I can't remember. Um, I'm trying to think here. I'm trying to look. I'm looking, it's in the 80s. Uh, she's like a robot. Red Sonia? Program oh, no, to Kill. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I remember her being in that. Program to Kill. Else. I want to cover the show. It sounds fucking amazing. Oh, but... she from 1984 and Hell Comes to Frogtown. Hell Comes to Frogtown. Yeah. <laughs> Hell Comes to Frogtown yeah. is ridiculous. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it's definitely oh, worth yeah. watching. We do got to, we yeah, we got to cover Red Sonia at some point. She's pretty ridiculous in that. And it's kind and, of a tie into Conan. Yeah, that's true. Weird. Oh, yeah. She's like, man, her, her, the her being a bad guy in, in Red Sonia is hilarious. Like, it's so over the top, man. <laughs> I, I love that movie, but it is bad. <laughs> yeah, it's a rough one. Well, like, Maria Shriver was quoted as telling Arnold after they saw the premiere, it's like, she goes, well, there goes your career. <laughs> the last thing she did was an episode of fucking uh, Seinfeld. Jesus Christ. Okay. Uh, that's interesting. I saw she did some sliders episodes too. That's <laughs> Good old sliders. I never watched it. Yeah. I haven't rewatched it in years. Yeah, me either, man. I bought that that DVD when that DVD set, set came out back in the day. I was like, "Fuck yeah!" I started watching. I'm like, I don't know, man. I ain't feeling oh, this shit. 
I wanted to talk about those dogs too. I was reading in the trivia. Apparently, when he's running from them in the field, like that, those dogs had already attacked their trainer, and so like he was running for his fucking life. Like he was scared shit. Oh. <laughs> dogs are chasing him. <laughs> if you could see them attacking each other, they're actually biting each other in the face. Like, oh yeah, they said they were they were like horribly untamed and just like almost wild. <laughs> That'll add some realism to the set. I yeah, mean, I, mean, I, I like that because that le- I love that that leads in the sequence where he finds the sword underground. And dude, I fucking I, I love everything about that sequence. The tomb that he discovers, the king sitting, or I guess general or whatever it is. Yeah. And then the, uh, yeah, the, just... the rolling. The... <laughs> 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 it's amazing. I'm like, Oliver Stone cut. Come on, man. Like, get, get some of this shit out of here. He's ripping rails in the back, so yeah. <laughs> it'll just He's go. Like, not fucking go with it. Go with it. Go with it. Like, post. <laughs> like I was it seen. I love it. Of course, I love the scene uh, when they attack the town. But when when young Conan is in the woods and he's quote unquote ice fishing, man, like you got to pan to the camera because he's there's no fucking hole in that ice, man. He's just like doing some <laughs> shit with it. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> like, this is embarrassing. Man. Like, you get out of here, dummy. Um, he, I mean, that kid, the kid could look like an Arnold. I mean, I've seen him. Uh, oh, he did a great, I thought the kid was great. His reaction to his mom. It's very powerful. Uh, yeah. he went on to, he was, I think he was a French actor. He went on to have a very, um, look at uh, cre- successful career as an adult career. actor as well. Wow. Like a porno actor or just adult no, actor? just an actor. Because, you know, sometimes <laughs> action movie heroes, you know, sometimes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. So he probably went by, I don't know, bend over. <laughs> yeah, I love that. Uh, what Michael said before, he starts to fire that cave and he sees, like, this this throne, takes the sword. I love him, like, banging the, the rust off of it. I know. Like, and... Do it at first, when I first saw it as a kid. I was like, you're going to break it because I'm stupid. <laughs> <laughs> but also, as an adult, you're like, you're doling it. <laughs> yes, right. <laughs> And that sword's awesome. Apparently, he kept that in his governor's office over his desk the entire time he was governor oh, of California. Wow. I believe it. <laughs> That's fucking sick, dude. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of cool shit in here, man. I love him when he goes to town and he starts taking drugs and, like, calls women whores and punches a camel in its face. <laughs> oh, man, that's my favorite part. That's my favorite part of the whole movie. Black Lotus is what they call the drug. It's like, I mean, this, this better not be Haga. <laughs> like, yeah. you know, Haga. And then they get fucking hammered on that shit. It's almost, it's got to be like a hallucinogen kind of oh, or just like yeah. a I, I, kind of like that. a weed kind of i don't know if it was like, like hash a hash or yeah something. probably some sort of hash well, or something. and black lotus is that heroin i don't know but that poor fucking camel got knocked the fuck out that <laughs> is <laughs> so <laughs> great he deserved it like, man. I, remember, fuck him. I remember one time when i was shit shit face drunk we were having a party at the house when we first moved to san marcus it was a great time but i was and i don't remember this at all so i should actually preface that my friend mike told me <laughs> the next day <laughs> that i was getting a beer out of the fridge and i tr- like just tripped and i hit the door and then i responded to the fridge like i was like like what the fuck, man? <laughs> like it was a, <laughs> an animate object that attacked me because I was just fucking gone. It was like six a.m. and then so that's what he did. Poor Campbell's just chilling, doing nothing. Arnold's like, ah, he falls into it and then knocks it out. What a prick! Yeah, <laughs> but it's great. Well, I, will, I will mention that uh, Black Lotus in one of the, in the story for uh, <clears throat> uh, the, the the tower, the elephant tower of the elephant. Um, the the thief that's with him with Conan. Um, he blows this sort of powder out to kill some animals, like some uh, creatures protecting this door. And uh, Conan asked him, "Like, where did you get? Uh, like, where did you get that that dust?" He's like, um, "Made it from the finest black lotus." So huh. it's like kind of like a poison oh, okay. kills all the kills all these animals. So yeah, 
just like everything that makes you feel must amazing. get you high. Yeah, I mean, that was pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, in this fact, in this case, these characters, these creatures die, and here they get fucking wasted off PCP, basically. So, <laughs> give me crack cord, and I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, literally, Arnold's like, it's just a bunch of slats. Yeah, like, dude. Oh, dude. Oh, he's fucked up, just like a whole row of them too. He's just like, oh, they're just a bunch of sluts. Is this all coming out, or oh no? It's like, Let's man, get out hey, of here. Don't insult the crowd that you're trying to bang. <laughs> you have to understand he has a sour taste in his mouth because the last dealing with a woman he had, she did turn to a demon mid-sex. Yeah. That's true. Man, that whole sequence is phenomenal. That lady is smoking hot, too. Like, I'd be like, yeah, I'm, I guess I'm going to die because I totally would have. <laughs> yeah, I, I think I wrote down, uh, where to say, uh, man, that succubus would have got me, dude. I would lay down by oh, that yeah, fire same. anytime. <laughs> oh, dude, no. Anytime I try to, like, imagine where I would fit in as a person. Like, me today would fit into this whole Conan storyline. Oh, I would God. be working as a henchman <laughs> for the villain in the orgy room. Passed out on drugs with a gimp mask on, fucking naked. <laughs> I would and, and feast it with like a, a turkey leg in my hand, just waiting for someone to kill me. Yep, <laughs> yep, <laughs> Furiously jerking off because I've done so much cocaine, I got a limp dick. And dead, dead dick. <laughs> the dick is so dead, dude. It's not going to ever do anything anymore. There's no life. There's no life. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, this, was the, this is the beginning of Arnold getting like a percentage of like the film's like profits because they get like five percent of the pro- film's oh, profits. Oh, dude, he on made this a movie. shitload of money off this. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah I, I I wrote all that down. I'm glad you brought that up. I know so he was like... on a retainer for like a quarter mil, uh, and then it moved like before everything started going into production. I think they retained him. Well, he was promised. Oh, so he he got five uh, percent of the profits. And so I think it was like 45 million profits. So he made like 2.2 million off this movie. Oh, Good for holy him, shit. dude. Yeah, and he, he describes this as his as God's gift to his God's career. God's gift, this movie. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah, for sure it was. Every yeah. movie he did was God's gift to his career for the most part, in my opinion. Yeah, he's just so charismatic. Like any kind yeah. of, And of course, yes, he is playing this kind of same character in a lot of movies. But that's what's so great yeah. about Arnold. He's just, but he, and he's great. got great comedy chops just after coming off Twins, you know. He yeah. does get some range going. <laughs> Yeah, true that, this, dude. This is weird. I mean, the, when he talks about the limitation of of Arnold Schwarzenegger was his heavy Austrian, uh, Austrian accent, he undertook ex- ex- extensive voice yeah, coach training that. to control it, which didn't work. Because <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> who are you? <laughs> <laughs> and I like. I, I was reading too as well that he was supposed to do the. He was going to do the narrating originally, but his oh, accent man. was just, you know, it's just yeah. so. Oh, that would have been rough. That would have been rough. They, yeah. the, they made the right choice. <laughs> when the seeds like swallow the rantus, this is a time of high adventure. <laughs> it's so great. It would be pretty fun to see a cut of that, but there's no way you'd be able to take the movie seriously at all. It would, it would fucking nosedive the movie so hard. It's like, you know, you always hear about the horrors of the Blade Runner narration, and this should oh, just be Jesus like the cream Christ. of the shit. <laughs> Man, have you guys listened to that, that, that when they had Harrison Ford do like the the narration? It's brutal. He's like, well, when I talked about this guy, I went over here to his place, and oh, he's so bad. I talked about it. Like, oh yeah, my god! Only, I think on the final cut, the, D, the the Blu-ray version I have, it has that version on there. Man, oh. it's terrible. It's mm. brutal, man. I've watched it's, the actual cut. It's just, just they just ripped awful. that movie apart. It's so awful. It's so. I yeah. go talk to Rachel now and. Get her, get her position on this. And I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, get out of here, Harrison Ford. And then he just does it. It's like, you don't need to tell me what you're about to yeah, show me you're doing. <laughs> it's ridiculous. You don't need this exposition. 
I did. I, I think I, I heard that on a podcast. It was a big, long uh, Blade Runner podcast I listened to once, and like, they talked about there was a narration. I had no idea that it existed. And then I got that big-ass suitcase uh, uh, version of Blade Runner, and it was on there. I'm like, what the fuck is this? This is awful. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty crazy. Yeah, look at, it like, kind of ruins the movie, but I, I, you know, we'll talk about it when we talk about Blade Runner sometime. <laughs> right. We will do that at some point. And, and this this movie is, is still one of the best action packed movies I've ever seen, too, man. After I like to after they do all the the Black Lotus, they end up getting drugged and then dragged to fucking Max von Sydow's. Um, was he King Osiris or something like that? Um, I'm not sure. But I think he goes to. I, I think he goes oh, yeah, to. Um, Surper, yeah. Oh, okay. I thought he went to the uh, the hip the hippie fest first, like Woodstock. Oh, I thought that was later when he got caught by. Um, James Doom, right? Jones, oh like, yeah, you're right. Yeah. That is later. Oh yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, yeah. The, what happens like after Woodstock that? from hell? Yeah, dude. yeah, dude. <laughs> so rough. Even though Woodstock was still probably hell in some ways. Oh, yeah. agreed. The summer of hate. Like, um, what's that? What's the the cult that like uh, waiting for the, the the planet to come? Like, there's so many cults. I know it's crazy. Oh, was it but... the comet or whatever? Yeah, like a comet Haley's or something. Comet cult or whatever they were. I think. Yeah, and it, was, it, it all like die, it commit suicide all at once and then get on the asteroid to take off with them or some shit. It kind of reminded me a little bit of that because they all wear the same stuff and it's very strange. But I just love the, the vision of Arnold for that shit on with his fucking daisies in his hand. It's amazing. Like it's so. Funny. <laughs> <laughs> and like yeah, and him just running the guy out to the side. Can we go talk behind the hill over there with normal? Like it's so obvious what he's about to do. Yeah. Are these your robes? Yes, my son. They're. All I have. <laughs> Back over there. <laughs> Back over there. <laughs> it did seem like the, the problem is I'm just shy. Kind of like the, the priest was kind of coming on. Like I'm oh, about to get blown. Tomorrow, dude, I'm yeah. about to get blown. Oh, oh yeah, guy. he's like, oh, I'm totally gonna suck his dick behind that. Like, <laughs> sure. I'm gonna For drop sure. the I'll cradle the ball. And I'll swallow the cradle. We should have talked about that. Definitely gonna suck his cock. Still a month, but oh well. She's talking about right, Mike. That's balls, cradle balls. Okay. Oh, uh, 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 Tropic Thunder is what I was quoting. Jack Black. He's uh, like, "Oh my God, if you just give me heroin, I that, swear to God, I'll suck your dick." <laughs> <laughs> there's, a, there's an article right about uh, Stallone on that movie Dr- Driven or whatever. Where he apparently, quote unquote, uh, one of his assistants like had him give him a hand job. He's like, "Cradle the brawls, cradle, no, stroke the shaft." I didn't know about that. That's <laughs> <amazing>. <laughs> Look it up. <laughs> I will look at no wonder that movie tanked. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> driven by his dick. <laughs> You know, I forgot. I totally forgot that Max von Sydow was in this movie. He's fucking awesome in this movie, man. Yeah, uh, Arnold had said, said in the trivia that he, that was the first dramatic actor that he ever worked with. That he was just like, "Holy Nervous. fuck, this yeah. is how you act." You know what I mean? Yeah. And so, yeah. like I was reading that he he would also um, help James Earl Jones and Max von Sydow with like training and staying fit and healthy, and they would help in turn help him with acting uh, kind of oh, okay That's cool. courses and shit like that. And he was great. And it, it didn't flow all the way through yet. <laughs> but, but Arnold's still, still amazing. It was movie. a work in progress. About as much as he was com- as fit as Arnold, right? Like, it was a... Uh, right. They each gave maybe 2% to each other. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's fair. That's a, that's a trade-off. <laughs> yeah, right before that's when they uh, that's when they had all the money and they were just living the good life, dude, where he's got fucking different helmets on. He's passing out in soup, like... You know that there's a that's, God, that's passing out the suit is amazing. It's so suit good, and it's like a great. saying about his his wealth or his uh, success has been a greater enemy than any other. And it was just him yeah. passed out in soup, dude. 
It's just like, that, that line that uh, it's throwing it's, fucking. Uh, it's it's so great. <laughs> and then what's, and they wake up and and what's her name's trying to wake him up and he just falls off the fucking shit. Uh, it's great. The yeah. table. Um, <laughs> his name's uh, King o- o- Osric, right? Oh yeah, yeah, Osric or Osric. Yeah. The usurper. Yeah. Uh, there comes a time, thief, when the jewels cease to sparkle, when the gold loses that's its luster, when the throne becomes a prison, and all that's left is a father's love for his child. Great that's line. So good. Well, my baby girl. Yeah, man, my baby girl. What does he say? <laughs> uh, uh, who says like, uh, like, was your third companion? Like, Sailor Bergman's like, uh, yeah, like a, a lion ate him or something. You got eaten by lions. Yeah. By a lion. It's like, <laughs> wow. Wow. that's the best thing that came into your little fucking brain. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, they didn't pay her to be a thinker, dude. Yeah, that's yeah. that's fair. I mean, uh, to be fair, jam. yeah, even even uh, Subutai, yeah, the, the his partner introduces himself as a thief, which is something I don't think a thief should ever do. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> just like, yeah, I'm a thief. And uh, so, like, get me out of here. <laughs> get me off these chains. I'm about to be wolf food. Yeah, he's bait, man. Dinner. Yeah. Dinner. Yeah, wolf dinner. <laughs> it's like all that. They both laugh about, like, I have dinner. Like, he looks at the chains, like, <laughs> and then cuts yeah. them right. Hands over <laughs> them, laughing over a meal. <laughs> I almost died and got eaten by wolves back there. <laughs> <laughs> no big deal. No big deal, man. Laughing, I'm drinking, get fucked up. <laughs> I like the um, the scene where they're stealing that blood ruby or whatever. Oh, yeah. and oh man, I never, it's so great. I never really understood the the idea of like Sandal Bergman becoming like part of the like she goes in undercover basically and just kind of hangs out with them. I never understood that. Like you can't like tell them like they're coming back towards you guys or anything. It doesn't really make any sense. Well, but, aren't like, they trying to find if the daughter's there or whatever? No, that's the like, beginning of the movie. Beginning of the movie. Oh, got yeah. you, got you. Um, but uh, yeah, didn't really understand that. But it's a, it's, that seems really cool too. They like uh, make the girl jump, but then the snake's already dead, and like so, like the delusion's broken. Like, oh fuck, you're gonna feed me to a fucking snake? What the fuck? <laughs> like, well, I mean, I, th- I thought it was a human sacrifice. I'm just assuming for whatever their cult is. It's like, oh right. well, bitch, you gotta die. Yeah, yeah, your turn. You gotta be fed to the snake, and I mean my <laughs> penis. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, dude, that that I love that scene too. He's stealing the the gem and the way he cuts off the snake's head and fucking his homies oh, got him with the arrows sense. and nails it to the. Yeah, I like the sweat. The sweat drips yeah. off his face onto his eye. It's fucking. Crazy. The eye looks great yeah, for dude. practical yeah. effects like it, that, that. Dude, the snake looks fucking incredible. They they did an incredible job. I love too that whenever the the arrow is shooting into the snake, that was John Millis shooting real fucking arrows into it right above. <laughs> of yeah, because no. he was determined to be the best archer on set. <laughs> oh, yes, man. Of course he is. He's not fucking, you know, was it Howard and <laughs> a Big Lebowski? Or Howard is based on him. Oh, no oh, shit. Really? He just, yeah, yeah, looks like, yeah. I think Someone's I heard that based him off John Milius. He looks a lot like him back in the day. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, shit. Because I heard he's like, because like, what I've always heard about John Milius is that he's like this, like, man's man, man. Oh, he's a right-wing and, conservative fucking gun-toting Vietnam yeah. fucking, lo- like, yeah, I mean, he is. Which is crazy. That is fucking, yeah. <laughs> but it's <laughs> it's fun, because, like, like all the movies he did, I like, and I love them. Like, I love oh, I love yeah. this Didn't movie. I love Red Dawn. Or... Red Dawn. I love Red Dawn. Yeah. I love, uh, what's the other one he did? Uh, uh, he wrote uh, Ma- uh, Mag- Magnum Force. I mean, like, he helped with d- creating Dirty Harry. Like, he did all oh, like, that right. cool I think shit. Oh, that's right. Apocalypse Harry Now, well. he had his hands in Apocalypse. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. like, uh, Jeremiah Johnson. It, the, 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 the line that, um, I think the line that Dennis Hopper has, 
in in Apocalypse Now, he wrote that line like on the fly or some shit. I, don't, I forget, but like, yeah, it's or no, there's a line that Dirty Harry says like, uh, in I forget it's like part four maybe when he uh when he comes into that the, the coffee store or whatever and he says it's a great line that that uh Clint Eastwood says in there, but like it's like me or Smith me or Smith and Wesson, you know. Great I can't line. remember. <laughs> yeah, like um, he's like, who's with you, man? Who's with you? He's like me. I think uh, he came up with that line like, on the fly. Like, took no credit That's awesome. for it. It's pretty cool. Nice. I didn't realize that he created fucking uh, Rome, the TV show on HBO about oh, ancient shit. Rome. It's a really good show if wow. you haven't seen that. No, I haven't. But I've heard about it forever. I, so. I've also, yeah, heard amazing things about it. And... It's def- it, it was like definitely their precursor to what Game of Thrones kind of ended up being the epic, you know, kind of medieval type series. Oh, right. It makes sense. That's, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's when HBO started getting penis heavy. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! There was yeah, wiener, wiener, wiener everywhere. All bread. right, I'm in. <laughs> this is the right area. It's like, it's like <laughs> I'm in. It's, it's, like, it's all dick. you need to hear. They no more, dude. <laughs> it's the lore. <laughs> I like the South Park episode. They make fun of Game of Thrones. And the song is wiener, 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 wiener. wiener, wiener. That's great. Um, but I love the self-sacrifice. See that whole scene, the, the breaking in, killing the snake, chopping its fucking head off. Yeah. That beautiful oh. girl just killing herself. Or actually, oh, you know, it looks like she just breaks her hips and legs. <laughs> like, you know, she's still alive. <laughs> yeah, it does. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. Fucking funny. Um, and I like there's like no just no dialogue. It's like all this like great score. Great yeah. music. Yeah. Music fuck. Oh, I wanted to read um something I was reading the where is it? Oh, so the music. Uh oh, Basil used my a uh, music. A music and tempo editing hardware and software system which modified the tempo of his compositions and synchronized them with the action in the film. It was Whoa. the first film to use the the system. And the inscription on the sword, I meant to say this earlier, sorry, was Surfer No Guild, you who wield this in the name of Krom. Krom! Oh, <laughs> yeah, I, I'd never oh, heard shit. of the music sync thing, so I guess you write the music and it syncs it to the movie. As it, I don't know. That's, that's so that, I think that that same software, I believe, is what they're starting to use in the later. I mean, past five to ten years, action games where the the music is able to <laughs> yeah, adapt to what true. you're actually doing. Right. Uh, that makes I, sense. I, I think that's that's probably like the great grandfather of that technology. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, I, I'd never heard of that. I thought that was pretty interesting. Yeah, that's sick. Because I mean, you know, I can't say enough about the score. Like, it's fucking incredible. I mean, listen, you hear the score. I get chills to see the score for one. Um, you, you can't. You listen to Basil. You can't hear. You can't help but hear Total Recall and RoboCop. He did all those scores too. And like, yeah. Oh man, there was like the whole opening. I was like, God, that sounds so RoboCop, and even Rambo a little bit. Yeah, this is oh, like a little yeah. bit Rambo. Like, when the, you remember like Total Recall? Uh, it's like. Do, 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 bomb. It, it sounds very similar to the it, same. It's maybe that tribal kind of drum beat, or the war yeah. kind of drum beat, really. It, 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 I guess, are they horns? It, it, that, that, yeah, that, oh, that's definitely horns, yeah. Okay, that's yeah. I mean. but, it's a, but it's also a lot of string work. But, like, yeah, but then you, the, when that, that sort of uh, the main horns kind of go away and they go, whatever. And then you can hear, like, you can also hear, like, uh, you can hear the Total Recall theme. It kind of goes the same way. Mm. Like, uh, it's, it's, Really interesting because they're all like all three of these uh, soundtracks are like absolutely iconic soundtracks. You Ooh, can't right. help not to hear that shit. So maybe it follows that yeah, formula. You, you could definitely see what it influenced. Oh, sorry, oh, yeah. All right. <laughs> no, that was it. <laughs> oh, dude. Uh, earlier on, there was you had a quote about the what was it the when they were talking to Conan or is he still chained up and they're like, "What's the mantra? What's the way of thinking?" Yeah. It was like, uh, what was it? Some great, what kind great... Of like great horse or some shit. Oh, like, like, oh speedy I love horse. It. Like, yeah, what, what is your favorite? You know, it's like to crush your enemies, see them driven before you, 
and to hear the yeah, levitation of the women, women. <laughs> <laughs> which is which actually is... quoted to Genghis Khan, and it's a much longer full. Makes quote. sense. Makes which sense. is fucking awesome. Except there's another guy in the shot who's kind of a dork, and then he just says, "That is good." That is good. <laughs> that is and it goes to the next. <laughs> that is good. <laughs> so Cordy is like, "Ah, oh, yes, that is good answer." <laughs> it's like, like, yeah, yeah, there's like two guys that talk first. Like one guy's like, "What is the best in life?" One guy's like, "Uh, uh fucking, I don't know, like, great streets." I'm sorry, guy number one is right. He's like, "Yeah, retire on the beach with your family, you know, like yeah, live a good, like peaceful life." He's like, "No, fuck that. You murder everyone around you." <laughs> number, number two was like a falcon on your arm with wind up your ass. Yeah, that, like, no, that, that's awesome. That, that would have been, awesome. that that been my choice. That sounds like fucking the, great. <laughs> you see, like, like the wind in my hair and a falcon on my wrist or some shit. Yeah, dude. And the next guy's like a speedy steed. And I'm like, what? A fucking fast horse? Fast horse, you dick? (laughs) That's the greatest thing on earth. That's the thing to to, to achieve. You know, (laughs) you know these people, real salt of the earth, you know, morons. (laughs) Morons. Morons. White Falcon. Is that right? That's White Tiger, sorry. White Tiger. Dude, I'm speaking of birds how fucking hilarious when he's getting attacked conan's getting attacked by a vulture (laughs) oh disgusting beast of flight just attacking his face while he's fucking crucified so gnarly dude Dude, there's some fucked up trivia on that i actually hang on uh i love the tree it's a great scene oh yeah the tree of woe yeah, the tree was just a great. It's a great set. Oh great yeah, drop. it's amazing. It's awesome. It does great. Team. In in the crucifixion scene, a live vulture was used to poke at his wounds, <laughs> and then for the close up, they used a real dead vulture they found for him to fucking bite into. <laughs> and after they cut, Arnold immediately rinsed his mouth out to avoid disease. <laughs> <laughs> like that's gonna do the job. Do you know what? you're eating a thing that eats dead things? You're listerine, not gonna... listerine, listerine. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. Please. Oh God. All the crest. I'll just eat a bottle of fucking crest toothpaste. Like Jesus. Oh God. And and right before that, I love that sequence with James Earl Jones. That whole speech he gives. He's like, "Oh, you want to know the riddle of steel? Like what is it? Steel isn't um strong, boy. Flesh is stronger. Look around you. You come to me. (laughs) Yeah. He looks at the girl. He's like, "Come to me." And then she jumps off, and it's like. Falls through like some boards or some shit. It's pretty yeah, amazing. Yeah. When that that lady like uh did a um, it was like a Guinness Book World Record for stunts. I think it was like a hundred and eighty something foot uh, free dive. Holy free shit! Ball. Yeah, yeah, <clears throat> it set a record. Oh my if, god! If, if my brain is correct, they don't really cut away from that. She like fall, you can see her fall all the way down. Oh, you can see her part. land in yeah, hundred and eighty two feet by Carrie Jan- Jansen was her name. Jesus Christ, Holy dude! Shit. Yeah. Yeah, flesh is stronger than steel for sure. (laughs) No doubt, dude. Now I I love the idea of uh like uh when when they say like uh what's that line? Have you uh what's what are the 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 cult the cult the snake cults like have you um what's it have you come to emptiness today? Have you got full emptiness? (laughs) I love that, it's great. Uh, I am very depressed, yes. Yes, I am All right. Have you achieved like full? Yeah. Have you achieved full emptiness? <laughs> I have. Yes. Yes. I just jerked off side. right behind. Actually, I got jerked off by this priest right behind that hill. And I all of his shit. So I, in an I believe I've achieved satisfaction. <laughs> I can tell you, they had a, they got a shit ton of fucking uh, 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 extras in that shit. There's a lot of extras, man. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh man, I miss forever. movies like that. It feels like I know like everything's a blockbuster now, but. 
and like even going back and watching movies like Spartacus and Ben Hur, just the sh- like the sets in this movie are incredible, and the, just the amount of sheer size that had to be produced to kind of produce the scale of all that. Like, you look, you go s- back and look like Ben Hur. They built all that shit. It's just yeah. fascinating to me how they used to do things. I know. Apparently, I'm sorry, uh, Tron, but apparently oh, John uh, John Milius uh, actually hired Rob Cobb, who was a production designer on the first Alien movie, to do the projection for this movie. So that's pretty cool. Oh yeah, I was I was reading Oliver Stone's first choice to direct this movie was Ridley Scott. Yeah, Ridley Scott. Really? Success of Alien, but he declined. He's like, ah, no, I'll do, nah, I do that shit. I'll do Gladiator and Kingdom of Heaven down the road. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. Damn, dude. You know, you know how difficult it is to maintain that many extras. <clears throat> like even oh, in yeah. the scene towards the end where everyone has a torch, you could see two dickheads like that are just like wait, doing plus signs with it and shit and trying to get like. They're like, okay, they said they're gonna film. Like, let's get recognized in this crowd. And you see one dude just. I feel like the guy that pulls his dick out in Teen Wolf. (laughs) (laughs) Really? Oh yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. He's like, oh yeah. There's a scene where some guy in the crowd. I think it's been edited out since. Oh no way. Find the original. You can find the original clip on YouTube. It's like the kid. It's like the kid in Back to the Future Three. He sticks his fucking finger out through his fucking fly. Right? They never cut it out. It's just still there. You guys ever seen that before? Yes. Okay. I don't right. think I have, but I definitely. Oh no! Uh, you said Back he, to the Future Three, right? He like no, he like he uses his his forefinger. He like he like does a come here moment. and He points to his dick. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. On the train and shit at the end of Back to the Future Three. <laughs> oh, there's some it's great amazing. extras out there, dude. It's still Imagine there. That's your claim to fame is also hanging dick on Teen Wolf is a fucking. <laughs> what a, how cool is that? That's amazing. Dude. Yeah, that's amazing. cooler than being a co-star in that movie, dude. That's way cool. The original Mad Lad. <laughs> God, so sick. And I have to, you know, Mako is my favorite character in this movie. I, I everything he's in, and just because I like a wizard, and you know, he kind of foreshadows what ends up unfortunately happening to Valeria. You know, she, she even says, you know, I, I swear to the gods or I'll face the gods. If, you know, you're like, oh, bitch, you're bringing it. You're bringing your demise. <laughs> How cool is she, dude? Find you a She's chick who's going to awesome. sit, straddle yeah. your corpse and fight demons for you. That's yeah. what, oh, that's dude, what that we demon all deserve. That sequence is awesome. I love everything about yeah. that shit. I even love though it the... does look a little, pol- you know, kind of, not poltergeist, but kind of. Uh, just... Yeah, a little polter- well, poltergeist maybe, to me, I would say. Yeah. Maybe, maybe more like, uh, maybe more or maybe like, Raiders uh, of the Lost Jones. Ark. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah, Raiders of the Lost Ark. Um, um, but, but like yeah. uh, uh, the the fact that she knows she must like the the price she must pay like the god's price is like, yeah. like fuck it just do it man let's get let's get let's get her done man <laughs> and I, I do I do enjoy seeing her briefly as the Valkyrie at the end you know I even wrote a comment it was like God she looks fucking weird in that shot I mean I know what she was was like you know a vision or an angel right in Valhalla but um I, I did like it. seeing her again at the end because she's great and she says you want to live forever great line right that's a great line then, yeah. yeah. Me too. All right, man, on, I, I how, love that line. How do you guys like the doom, doom? doom. Like they say doom. That's doom. awesome, right? Doom <laughs> All the hippies, fucking yeah. The summer of doom '69, fucking doom. Yeah, right. Sounds like I'm at a wrestling match. <laughs> doom, doom hast. Doom hast mesh. And I guess the message that James Earl Jones is putting out there isn't isn't really all that bad. He's just like the people in your life that have been shitty to you. Fuck them. Everyone's lied to you. But I guess now he's like, it seemed like they were going to go into full self-sacrifice. Yeah. 
That's I, I feel like it was gonna be like a massive cult killing, or just he's gonna sacrifice some more bitches. That's his thing. I don't know what it is. It's something about sacrificing virgins for people in the ancient culture and antiqu- antiquity. It's like God, these motherfuckers was... were crazy. That really did go down that way too. So yeah, yeah, the Mayans, Jesus Christ, and the yeah, Aztecs, fuck, just like cut each other. Hey, pieces. we're having great weather. We should kill a virgin to keep that great weather going. Oh, we're having well, shit weather. We should kill hey, a virgin. Yeah, we should, cut, we should cut as many people's heads off as possible to get some fucking <laughs> rain around here because the fucking crops are dying. Goddamn it! Guess what, Mayans? We're past 2012. <laughs> <laughs> Take that, fuckers! We got an extra ten years. You're on wrong. Got extra ten years. <laughs> yeah, just a few. Hey, John more. Cusack can survive it. Anybody can survive it, right? Right. Yeah, um, true, man. I wrote something down here. Uh, I wonder if you guys remember this. Um, so, is Tulsa Doom like a thousand years old in this movie? That's what he says. Yeah, I think they mentioned like a thousand years. I think he mentions like a thousand years ago or something like that. I'm like, oh, he's this fucking old. This is awesome. I I, I love that idea. Well, I was also <laughs> whatever his skin routine is, is is amazing, dude. Because he is pulling <laughs> off a thousand. Black crack, man. <laughs> no, it does not. <laughs> I was reading that it's estimated that Conan ages twenty years in this movie, so he's like four to five when you first see him, even though he looks eight to ten. And he grows. You know, his twenty years is when he's spinning a fucking wheel. So, but then when you see James Old Jones later, he does say it's like, oh, that must have been in my younger days or whatever. Yeah, yeah. So I'm yeah. not sure, but I like the idea of him just being this, you know, fucking thousand year old snake that uses snake arrows and tells virgins to kill themselves for him. Like, <laughs> I, and, and I guess he also is some sort of like act, like snake person, like they kind of talk about in the book. He turns into a snake at one point, so that's a fun scene, right? Oh yeah, <laughs> something like that. Yeah, it's it's rough. It is rough. I mean, even even before you can see it starting to morph, like the, the face look kind of like. Uh, I want him. I want him to talk like in the snake time, form. It's, be it's amazing. Cool. Yeah, yeah. But, I, I, know, I like yeah, it. I was watching Eighty-two. Like, six, they build like this whole mold and like expanded his jaw slowly. Yeah, it's it's. Yeah. I was reading about the trivia. It's, it uh, was well, it was done as well as it could have been done at the time. Oh well, yeah, I'm not I'm not I'm not knocking on it at all. I just wish he would have no, talked as a snake. It would have been great. Yeah, <laughs> I agree. Great. <laughs> With his little fangs as he's talking. <laughs> <laughs> his tongue slithering, dude. <laughs> James Jones, oh my God, you're getting freaky now with your sexy eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Going down on girls Man. with his fucking fork split tongue. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sorry. Two forks and one stone, man. Um, <laughs> But uh, I um I love the like uh, uh this the, the stirring of like the human stew pot like all these rubber hands and like rubber <laughs> so feet in it and said, like oh like, man need a little pepper do some salt bay. But <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, we had to mention like so like these these guys get paid to go save um this king's daughter yeah. and um <clears throat> a, a Cyric, right yeah a Max yeah, yeah yeah. And uh, she's like totally indoctrinated with like snakes around her wrists and shit. She looks her outfit's awesome. I I think she looks really cool and she oh, looks, she looks great. Crazy. Yeah. Um. Oh, yeah. But yeah, I, she's got the crazy eyes like the Veruca um or Veruca Salt eyes. Oh, yeah. Veruca Salt. Yeah. yeah Veruca Salt. Yeah. 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 <laughs> no, I went straight fucking Willy Wonka. My bad. <laughs> no, I'm sorry, sorry. But not the ass because Veruca Salt got a great ass. I will yes, say that. Absolutely. Um. So, uh, so it's what they do. And I love um, the 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 um, the war paint they wear. It's all different. Oh, yeah, like the, yeah. The camo kind of thing. Yeah, the camo. Early camo, I, mean, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, it's like more like yeah, more like camo. Uh, uh, but like I like all the all the designs are different. None of them have the same shit. They all yeah. 
but his that, eyes look that's sick. Also, his deathbed, his deathbed paint is fucking face paints. Oh, sick. oh man, I forgot to mention that. Yeah, it's fucking yeah, awesome. All the writing and shit on it. Yeah. Ah, oh, dude, yeah, so awesome. Oh, I was gonna mention earlier too that fucking wheel is is something you can build in the game. I think it's like a later in the game thing to oh, so shit. no further way. further enjoyment is called the wheel of pain. <clears throat> and I, oh, I wrote man. down the description because I I could see that. You know, once I hit level 50, I can build myself this to put myself on, apparently. And it's, the description on it says, a wheel that strengthens the body as it breaks the mind. <laughs> and I can't imagine that I, I'll have the privilege in 50 levels to walk in circles pushing this thing for hours like, on end. I mean, that's like the character. definition of indoctrination, too. <laughs> It's like almost like uh, like when you want to sleep, like in Fallout or some shit. Like waking up at fucking seven a.m. to turn this fucking wheel still. Like, yeah. For, <laughs> we got to mention. Uh, I got to mention this to you guys real quick. Um, so there's that uh, when young Conan gets there, and he's you know uh, that redhead kid like basically like fuses him to the wheel so he can push it. Oh uh, yeah. Then it, then like like years later, like a redhead dude shows up to like buy him. Is it the same kid? Oh, interesting. <laughs> oh, fuck, man. I didn't even notice that at all. That's interesting as hell. <laughs> There's no other redheads but those two in the entire movie. Yeah, man. Yeah. That's pretty oh. interesting. Uh, huh. Yeah, that's very fascinating. I like that. Yeah. I've seen it a hundred times. I never, yeah, never saw that. It was my first time last night. I was like, whoa, it's the same fucking kid? <laughs> 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 because he's obviously like in his like preteens, you know, when he, when he fuses him to the wheel. So like, and Conan's definitely like, like nine or ten years old so like yeah i was reading that. that they estimate like four to five to twenty but man he doesn't look four to five when he oh, no. at all. Uh-uh. i think the kid actor was actually eight years old okay all right um but we'll talk, we'll talk about the, we haven't talked about this the gladiator stuff all the cage fighting stuff oh it's awesome oh dude the different tools that he has and weapons that he like his little fist blade thing is so sick yeah, the and like things celebrations, he's like he's starting the YMCA. <laughs> 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 it's fun to kill it though. <laughs> I love when that when he fights the first guy. Like the first guy got like uh, cannibal teeth. He's biting the fuck out of Conan the yeah. whole time, and he does this weird move where he like takes the dude's like left hand and he like, puts it behind his back and he, like beats his elbow a Whoa. bunch of times. Like. <laughs> 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 I just <laughs> <laughs> spike teeth too. The the guy that he yeah, fights great. against for so cannibal cold. teeth. Well, cannibal teeth. Yeah, dude. Yeah, that looked awesome. And I like when he when he releases it when the when redheaded man releases him. He's like how confused like Conan is. Like he can't, he's pushing him away and knocking him down and shit and go go all that shit. <laughs> it's pretty awesome. <laughs> because my master me. was like a wild animal let out of his cage. You know, stuff like that. It's pretty great. That was pretty sick. And he lives to fucking fulfill the prophecy. Does. I, I, I love how confident Arnold is. Conan is when he, uh, after he kills, the, uh, well, before he kills the snake, he sees the two snake heads coming together, that, that necklace piece. He takes it with him, right? And then he gets to like the, the, the uh, he gets to Woodstock 94. He's yeah. there and he's like, he's like showing everybody, like, they, he's like showing him like a, it's like a fucking pass, like, uh, multi pass, multi pass. And like, like, oh yeah, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, yeah, yeah. Like, he fucking catch him so quick. You're cool. Yeah, of course. Nobody else has that thing. The only no. the only way you could have that is everyone there is kind of like, hey, we were recently told yesterday through newsletter that like our snake temple got really fucked up, and that's the symbol of that temple. <laughs> and now today, this fucking gargantuan man comes walking around wearing this thing. He's like, yeah, you're gonna get busted pretty quick, dude. 
Yeah, man. Subscribe to our blog. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, read, I read here. Um, so uh, when Tulsa Doom turns into the snake, um, apparently um, Robert E. Howard had already created some character called Serpent Man, uh, a shape-shifting ser- serpent Clever. humanoid, which sounds like a, a He-Man character. Serpent Man. It's like, um, I thought that was pretty cool. He's also um, he's also intertwined with the Conan story as well. So Serpent Man shows up in both stories. So that's pretty cool. Right on. I mean, that could be like a Frank Zappa song. And he was a serpent man. <laughs> I love this. John Milius was very knowledgeable about barbarians from history. <laughs> That's a, what's a factoid? That that's sounds just so, And it says, and told, like told so the cast, and he says uh, from history, and told the cast how to behave in the proper way, as well as the decadence of ancient Rome for the orgy scenes. So he's very well, on, well intelligent on barbarians and origin, uh, orgy scenes from fucking way back in the day, man. I'm sorry, this it's just 101 how to get all these beautiful people that you have in a movie to get naked and fuck each other on set. Oh, I, I gotta like, say, this, yeah, that's literally the basis of Caligula. Yeah, well, yeah, <laughs> that's, I love that movie too, by the way. But like, yeah. that, 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 this this orgy scene is it's not great. I mean, the orgy scene in this movie is it's pretty, oh, no, like, no. all the dudes it's are like, tame. what the fuck are we yeah. doing here with these dudes? I'm like, I, yeah. <laughs> some big yeah. bellies, wiener, man. Wiener, wiener, wiener. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, it'd be one of those dudes with his gut and his fucking limp cocaine dick hanging out. Yeah, he's just, just like, passed oh, out with a mask on. Yeah. Joel Silver in the corner. <laughs> 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 with a bowl of cannibal soup. Down, we can do like this. Down, we can do like this. But I love the scene where, he, where Arnold like fucking brings up the cannibal stew, man. Like just pours it in. That camera like zo- like it's on that on that like uh, trolley. And he comes back. You see all the fucking the barrel come down and hit people and shit. It's fucking great. Yeah, there's a Twinkie <laughs> yeah. guy wearing a mask at the bottom. He's just like, oh mercy, when the cauldron like hits up against the thing. It doesn't go <laughs> anywhere cry. close to him. He just kind of goes oh <laughs> and walks away. <laughs> That's fucking great. That was awesome. I loved it. <laughs> Apparently the film was only a moderate success, um, but it's still uh, among. It made, it made forty million. That's a it lot. It says it was. It, it says, uh, but uh, most commercially successful comic book and pulp adaptation of the nineteen eighties. So hey, there you go. Yeah. Oh, I shit. mean this, and this launched his fucking career. My, like, like just like really took off after this for Arnold. <laughs> I love the. I love this. 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 Uh. Uh. uh trivia. Arnold Schwarzenegger had never read an, written a camel before this film. Great. It was obvious. So he knocked it out. <laughs> and I'll tell you what, dude. None of those camels had someone as big as Arnold on their backs either. Those camels were fucking well, struggling, dude. I That's will tell you, though, the first time you see him get on a camel, he does a pretty good job of getting on the camel. So. He does a pretty good job of looking like he doesn't know what to do either. Yeah, <laughs> yes, no, it's, 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 funny. it's like, he did a good job knocking out a fucking camel as well. Someone call cut. Someone call cut. I'm gonna fucking, I'm gonna really punch this fucking piece of shit camel. <laughs> I could probably actually knock it out too. <laughs> we get like get that shot when he hits the camel and sees like his ass, like. <laughs> oh, and I also love there's a scene where they're climbing into the assault on the snake place, and you could you could totally see what's her name's ass just climbing up. Oh, the rock. definitely. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Wow, Fantastic. yeah, it's like straight it's a up. Beautiful, beautiful woman. Yeah, fantastic <laughs> shot. Beautiful. Beautiful. <laughs> yeah, there were a lot of uh, uh, gratuitous angles in this movie for sure. Wiener. wiener. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> but man, and to go back, dude, you're right though. The, the camo or whatever the the paint they put on them is really yep. fucking cool for that whole sequence. I believe there's a. I think McFarlane put a uh, figure out with uh, him sculpted like that, which I always wanted to get, but oh, it's that probably cool. pretty expensive now. But it's um, probably I, insanely expensive. Yeah, <laughs> gotta be. Like the like Conan one I have, like I had this thing back in like I think 2010, like right when Breast is born. So it's probably pretty expensive at this point. But um, I did re, uh, right here. It says this is pretty cool. Um, so all the uh, the writing on on uh, Conan's body when the ghosts try to come steal his soul right. or whatever was inspired by a Japanese Japanese horror film called Kwaidan from 1964, a collection of ghost uh, tales. The scenes are primarily based on the film's deception of Huchi Ilis, a tradition, uh, traditional tale about a blind musician who is asked to entertain ghosts. That's kind of cool. cool. Yeah, I like that. That's pretty sick. It's like, I mean, but how do I know these are ghosts and not people? Because I'm blind. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. They're speaking to me and also touching me and paying me for my music. Right. Stop grabbing my penis! <laughs> Dude, sexually assaulting a blind musician. <laughs> <laughs> he thinks you're a ghost. It's such a move, dude. It's brutal, fucking brutal. Uh, it's a blind for- games on top right. of the rape. <laughs> oh god. Oh, good shit. What'd you guys think of the uh, the henchman, the one that has that huge Mario mallet and the other fucking beastly dude? That's a fucking Warhammer, bro. Yeah, Finn- <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's uh, well, I am sure it's this Denali Thorson. I think that guy, yes. him and Arnold, grew up together in the bodybuilding world, and he's in a lot of Arnold movies, man. So, and the yeah, other one is Franco. Um, oh fuck, like Arnold's trainer, right? Uh, what was that guy's name? Uh, I'm, I'm not sure. Uh, we also forgot to mention that the guy who plays his father, I think, uh, John Houston, not John, he's the fucking director, but um, that guy who plays his father, he was a bodybuilder as well back in the day. Oh, cool, yeah, William really Smith. Like William Smith was a bodybuilder uh, back in the day, so. Oh, the place um, Conan's dad, yeah. Dude, though, everyone oh, Franco Colombo was one of them. Oh, no, he was one of the scouts. Never mind. Uh, well, well, Arnold's trainer, Cr- longtime friend. Yeah, yeah, they're like great friends. He just passed away like only like a couple yeah. of years ago. So, yeah. yeah it, I think it was 2019. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Did Frank everybody Cr- just reunite for Red Dawn afterwards? Is that what happened? No. It sounds like it's, nobody's I mean, in written, Red Dawn. Well, I mean, it's written by the same people. Oh, say William Smith and uh, oh yeah, Britain by same. Okay, never mind. Disregard. <laughs> <laughs> no worries. I mean, there's. A, I, I would exactly. say like uh, mostly like the uh, like all those John Hughes. Uh, what's his name? Um, uh, what's the guy who wrote like uh, Pretty in Pink and John all that Hughes. shit? What's his name? You said it. John Hughes. John yeah, Hughes, you said it. Yeah, there's yeah. like a bunch of like literally. That's like a John Hughes reunion in, in Red Dawn. Like it's crazy in my opinion. Like oh, Lee, Lee of, Thompson, um, everybody. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. 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 I'll Whoa. figure this out. Did you guys realize that uh, Subatai is actually dubbed? What? Really? Really? Yeah. There's a guy named Sa- uh, Sab Shamono, and he's the he does the voice of Subatai. He's uncredited. Huh, <laughs> no way. Yeah. Maybe that, I, I was surprised how great of, I was surprised how great of an accent. That he had, I was like, "Oh, he's from Hawaii! Holy shit, he did a great job." He right. covered it up. Yeah, I scrolled through the I scrolled through the footage or uh, trivia, but there's so much in this one. Like, <laughs> holy shit, I, I can only write and, and take so much. I was like, "Fuck it, we'll, well skip of course, it. Yeah. that's no, that's interesting, man. I had no idea. 
uh, Rob, Co- Rob Rob Cobb, who did all the set production, uh, set pr- production like for Alien, who did production for this movie, he's actually the guy like, fucking tempts the dudes and tells the dudes about the snake tower and shit with the Black Lotus. He's like, oh, Black Lotus, very rare. Oh, the same guy. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, shit. John Milius is like a food seller is in the one of the cities too. So I yeah, I, I no did idea. see he had a cameo. I thought that was pretty funny. Celia Milius, I guess this is daughter. No, it looks it's probably his wife. 1942. It's gotta be his wife. She's in this movie as well, I guess, as some some sort of fucking priestess or some shit. Oh, nice. I wonder if he got her naked on camera. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's she's Come also. On, I think he's also incredited, so he's maybe not a great take <laughs> that time. <laughs> um, but we can talk about the uh, basically the after uh, Valeria dies from getting shot with a snake well, arrow, which is a I great shot. That, so cool, so is, cool to but shoot. It a snake pisses arrow. me off so much, man. I don't like it. Either, it's like man. to this day, to this day, it's still. But I mean, I'm always, I, I guess, I don't know. I'm always pissed off when the strong female character that's like, "Fuck yeah, you finally." That's one of the first ones I ever saw that could kick ass, you know, alongside Arnold right. you know, on screen. And then they just fucking murder with a goddamn fucking snake. He's straight down like his penis again. <laughs> now we're back to old dog. This guy boys. with the snakes and the penises, man. <laughs> but it did, man, it pissed me off. Even rewatching again, I'm just, I hate it. Yeah. But I love that sequence at the end. It's really well done. She's like, let me breathe my last breath into your mouth. It's like, ah, oh, damn, bitch. Yeah, that's oh, pretty brutal. Damn. Damn All right, I'll stick bitch, it in. Dude. Just a tip. <laughs> Sorry, Down to the one. end, dude. She Down was... to the end. The hills. <laughs> oh, man. But I love, even when, like, a Tobukai, like, uh, pulls the uh, stretch pull and the arrow out. Like the fact that he has this fucking snake and it's super snake. straight. Yeah. So I'm assuming it's like in a pouch, you know, and he's just got it stretching slowly as pulling it out. You know what I mean? But like, holy shit. When I, mean, I saw it again tonight rewatching, I was like, I forgot that fucker's actually real. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy. And, and the snakes that are on the, uh, uh, around the king's, uh, king's uh, daughter's wrist are real too. It's awesome. Like they're like real snakes around her wrist. Pretty great. Oh yeah. Ooh. I forgot about that. Oh, you can see him moving, dude. When she comes down that foot really yeah. close up at the temple, like you can see him moving around. It's pretty amazing. I would have been just mortified on this set, just like Raiders of the Lost Ark. Snakes. <laughs> <laughs> Why do they have to be snakes? <laughs> you got people like the snakes doing their own stunts, eating, chopping into get... vultures. Like, fucking, there's a lot of crazy shit going on on the set. I'm dude. saying, like, can't we get a fucking cult of, like, Labradors? Come on, man. They're the sweetest. <laughs> hey, man, away. Like, don't... Let them run shit. They seem well-tempered. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you've seen how they work with dogs, dude. They're rabid and biting each other. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, no shit. Or if they, no die shit. Off, they die off screen, they just get the same dog, looks like the same dog, and put them back in the next scene. You know, whatever. <laughs> fucking. It's, 80, it's 1980. 81 or whatever it is. So. Oh, you're yeah. right. Yeah, true. Yeah. People always forget. People always forget. Let me remind you. Uh, my own Otis man, a lot of oh dead cats, a lot of dead dogs. A lot of dead dogs. You can't shoot a lot of river scenes like that with a lot of dead animals on your hands. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. That's why that movie's that. like basically fucking bad. <laughs> <laughs> you see a fucking dog's head and it goes, oh shit, he missed the grip of the. Oh no, he's floating down the river. We need another one. Yeah, there's yeah, no way. There's no, oh, Throw him in. Terrible. Bring another one in. <laughs> I would have been like on set beating the fuck out of the director or whoever it was. <laughs> I'll throw you in that fucking river. <laughs> um, I about the scene where he he, he confronts Tulsa uh, Doom after he gets after Arnold uh, gets uh, basically uh, found out. He's on the floor bleeding and stuff like that. He's like, 
uh, Tulsa Doom's asking, like, why are you here or whatever. Arnold's like, you killed my mother. Yeah. You killed my father. You killed my family, my people. <laughs> He's like, oh, yes, that must have been when I was younger. younger. <laughs> I think I just got a simmy. <laughs> He's, like, He's, like, He's like, where's the jewel? Did you sell it, thief? What a waste. <laughs> what a waste, yeah. <laughs> yeah, his uncle's like, stare is terrifying in this film. It's great. Yeah. Great bangs, too, on that guy. Like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Excellent bangs. Hey, all of you talk show about his henchman is like, he raised that snake since he was a baby. <laughs> <laughs> He's beside himself. I forgot about that. Yeah. Right. He's like petting a snake. He had like three snakes around his neck and shit. He's petting them. Yeah. It's a lot of fun. I love the fact that he hits that 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 uh that column so hard and it breaks. He's like, whoa! Looks he looks at the hammer like, what the fuck did I just do, man? Holy shit! <laughs> Whoopsie! And then everything starts crumbling down around him. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the walls came crumbling. That was the support beam. <laughs> yeah. Um, I do love how like uh, uh you can see this a little bit in, in Conan Destroyer, or you probably see it a lot more in Conan Destroyer. It's been a while since I watched it, but like when Arnold, when people start hitting people like in the chest with their sword, and there's this huge, like, fucking, like, blood pack, it's, it comes right out. It's pretty great. Well, you I see, it. so, you see great ones at the end of this one in the final battle. There's the main guy, yeah, the guy with the hammer, like you're saying, man, that is so, that great shot on his fucking shoulders. It looks yeah. so fucking real. It looks it's so good. real. There's a huge combination of extremely real and extremely, like, you miss Over. the sword by like feet and then there's blood gushing or there's a scene like he falls off the horse when what's his face has a spear, like in a short alleyway, but he doesn't even aim it at the horse. He just runs to the corner. The guy just falls off the horse for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot that of that, was... but yeah, there's a lot of also really good looking shit in here too. It's it's a crazy yeah. combination of both. So some, of... some guys wanted to see him pull a punch so they don't die. That scene, Mike, uh, I think when uh, Arnold first walks walks with his horse through those, like, uh, I guess chasms or whatever, whatever they're called, like those sort of like large rocks. Yeah. And there's like a bunch of bones and shit around. Kind of reminded me of like, um, I might be pulling it out of my ass, but it kind of reminded me of like uh, Jeremiah Johnson with the whole like, the um that tr- I forget what the tribe is, but like when he he's like can't go past this graveyard, go past this graveyard could be cursed for all I know. I and there's kind of that- a similar scene I just recently watched in 1923 as well. Oh okay, cool. cool. I, mean, I, I like I just like that idea because the the fact that they go back there, they know the the people that are coming after them to get this revenge, they know this place is sort of quote unquote haunted. And the fact yep. that they use this haunted place to basically like ambush these guys is a fucking great idea. It's yeah. also a very good strategic place to be few versus many, you know? Yeah, because, yeah you can right. build fortifications and everything like he does, which is great. I love that sequence. Yeah, I forget what yeah. that's called, though. You, uh, it's, it is a real strategic thing where you put them, like, you just kind of put everybody in this sort of pocket where they can't get out. They have to just stay in this one spot the whole well, you, time. Yeah, you want to build your defenses around. Yeah, you're right. I can't remember the exact mm, term. Something like here. that, but yeah. yeah. I, I'm it's, sorry, but also a great montage. It's like what 300 did, you know? It's like in the yeah. small little tunnel. Yeah. yeah just yeah. like fucking kept holding their own. Hold, um, no. <laughs> but I can't help to tell. But this, there's a, like you know, we talked about before. I think another like, great montage ish scenes in this movie, and the whole like them setting up the 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 uh, traps and whatnot. I, I just I love it. But man, I've watched like uh, four Rocky movies, and I'm like, fuck, there's so many. <laughs> mon- I can see all the montages. I'm like, yeah, the see them coming from all. Always fade out in a montage. <laughs> if you fade out, it seems like more times passed in a montage. Montage. I watched that like three days ago. Great song. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. 
right. I, I thought that part especially was awesome because there's these dudes falling off around a bunch of sharp sticks that are ground. I'm thinking they made them out of styrofoam or something, maybe. I don't know. Because yeah, that is one of the most so dangerous stunts I've ever seen in my life. There, that, those there are were so sick. many. You see him fall directly on it, and it kind of disappears. <laughs> and I'm like, like, okay, so that either sunk into the sand or, well, him. <laughs> yeah. I, I think they were, like, made of balsa wood. Just What's to, right? like, fall on them immediately, they immediately break. Like, sort of like that, uh, uh, like, oh, the, like that uh, sort of thin layer on top of, like, the... Kind of material. Yeah, particle board material. Yeah, like, the thin piece on top of... That would board. even hurt, like, fight. That must penetrate. Oh, Dude. that would be brutal. It's 1982, man. <laughs> Who knows? Yeah, I, I mean, true. You can kill dogs, you can kill people, in my opinion. I feel like they definitely likely, likely made up a styrofoam or something like that. But they There's roll no over them, and you don't see any of them like snap in a way that you would expect something made out of like a softer material to bend or snap. It looks like sticks. That's right. why I'm like, holy fuck! If those ben, are real, it's dude. that. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> like it feels like. It, yeah, you're right, man. You're you're not wrong because I know the scene you're thinking of. I think it's Mako that takes one of them out, mm-hmm. and um, like he falls directly on it. I'm like stare. I rewound it too. I was like, I was like, how in the fuck? That's the only oh. thing I think of. It had to be something that either broke away easily or just something. Or that guy is in a world of shit now. Yeah. <laughs> or if he's still around now. Yeah. But, you know, and we kind of jumped ahead. I wanted to talk about Valeria's funeral scene is fucking amazing, oh, yeah. man. Yeah. You know, I, I, I this the whole way it's set up. I know we, we kind of joked about kid. What, what's his name? The, the sidekick crying for him earlier. But like it's really well shot, you know, the whole funeral pyre and then him staying out there, you know, watching the whole thing. It's a really cool shot. The music is incredible in that, too. Yeah. The sequence where uh, um, yeah, they're burning the, the funeral flame pyre. is carried. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's excellent, man. It's really well done. And there are several scenes, mm-hmm. even during the love scene, that gets very it's awkward. Even they were it's like their first love scene that they filmed. So it's awkward for them, too. But the music uh, is incredible during those sequences, man. And just like at her funeral as well. Yeah, I really like that too. Uh, the carrying of the fire, even when the wizard's like, the flame will not carry. And then he's like, yeah, it's carrying just fine. There's nothing, there's no problem there. <laughs> You're wrong about that too. It works just fine. Yeah, right. You dumb fucking wizard. Well, of course you got to <laughs> predict her death, you cocksucker. <laughs> That's the only thing he got right in the entire movie. It's the only thing he nailed. <laughs> and, and, dude, true. that funeral sequence is just so awesome. The music in that and the music in the, in the, during the love scene, it's just so well done. Yeah, dude. Yeah, It is, I, I like the... um. Sort of the uh, I like this. It's a very quick shot that would stand out. Bergman like uh, when they have like another basically another montage when they're like you know I, I'm not sure if you guys mentioned this yet. I was going pee pee, but like um, when they are hanging out in that little hut or whatever, and um, she looks at him and you can tell like like this is the first person she's ever really give a fuck about. And yeah. You can kind of feel it like in that scene. It's really good. Well, it's really well acted. Yeah, and what Mike was saying before about like uh, finally finding this sort of really strong like a uh, female character. The fact that she's Fucking on top bad. of that tower before anybody else, before the guys, it's amazing. Oh, yeah. And the fact that, like, yeah. she sh- she should have been part of that. <laughs> you know, she should have right. been part about getting that ruby. But, hey, well, John Milius directed this, so who knows? <laughs> <laughs> You're absolutely right. She should have been one of the more key p- people in that sneak scene. She had the rope. <laughs> it's like, she was the one who was more prepared out of any of them. They were yeah. just going What do you need this stupid rope for? <laughs> you know what, guys? I, I, I gotta mention this real quick. I just thought about this. Um, in the in the in the story, uh, the thief, the the king of thieves or whatever, um, uh, he talked about the rope that he uses to the grapple to the top of the tower. And it's just really morbid and weird. But he's like, 
uh, this rope should hold the the two of us or thrice because this is written back in 1936. He's like, I got it from uh, the graveyard. I robbed basically he robbed women's uh, graves, cut their hair, made a rope out of it, and went to this magical tree to make it like a magical rope for women's the the women's hair. Are you on, are you on fucking mushrooms? <laughs> <laughs> no, that'd be acid. Mushrooms are much more chill. <laughs> yeah, even that's too basic for mushrooms, dude. Pretty amazing. Yeah. Holy crap. Yeah, that was pretty interesting stuff, too. It's uh, kind of cool it's... how much they munch meat in this movie, too, dude. They're just fucking fistfuls, and the way Arnie eats meat, where he's just fucking just throwing chunks in the fire and just munching. <laughs> it. <laughs> <laughs> I love it, too. Yeah, it's so too. great. I love how he when he uh, kills those uh, when he breaks his chain uh, at the, uh, when he gets a sword he's on that 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 mountain and he's like getting chased by German just German shepherds, but um uh, like you cut to the next scene he's wearing like all fur clothing like I kill all those fucking dogs dude <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh, man. yeah right you gotta use the land <laughs> you gotta use the land, the land. <laughs> you got, like a bolo tie made out of fucking dog fur oh god. <laughs> Dude, he made he fashioned himself every piece of fucking clothing you could out of that dog. <laughs> he makes that, that bolo, he's like, crumb. Crumb. <laughs> crumb. He, he does that too when he gets the sto- the sword, he's like, crumb. It's like, oh I'm, am I in on the joke now? <laughs> <That's> <laughs> Dude, the crumb is a religion you can pick in the video game, which is the only one you can pick that gives you zero benefits. <laughs> <laughs> really, Robert E. Howard uh, bases off a Celtic god from back, really? there, back in the day. Yeah. No shit. Yeah. It sounds very uh, like a realistic Celtic and all that shit. Yeah. yeah exactly. And like very like Valhalla, fucking Viking kind of yeah. thing. Yeah. Yeah. Why, uh, in the books, they do talk about in this the books that I, I listened to today. They do talk about Valhalla. So I feel about how the real oh, thing. He says that in this. I mean, she becomes a Valkyrie. She is a Valkyrie. Oh, yeah, right, which is right, all part of right, that yeah. too. Yeah, I forgot yeah, about yeah. that. I've um, never paid for you before. I had no tongue for it. <laughs> so great. So great. What's me revenge? What the hell with you? Grant me revenge. What the hell with you? I love it. I love it. I can't do it, Arnold. But goddamn it, I love it. That line is so great. It's so. It's like, I kind of laugh my ass. What the hell with you? Yeah, it's so great. Yeah. Well, we're going to mention when he, um, so he takes out all the guards out or whatever, and he hits to the temple by himself to take out Thalos the Doom. It's a great, mm. great fucking scene, man. Come on. Yeah. Like, this is what I'm talking it about. It's amazing. It's really fucking easy. Like, you know, he's, he's already, he murders all of his, the henchmen in front of him, and then he retreats back to his castle. And like, I don't know, it just felt like really simple for Arnold I, to get back up there. I, I think that's, that's kind of the point, though. Like, like the fact that this, this, um, this leader is a joke. For the most part, and yeah. he is. Oh, my snakes will do. save me. <laughs> yeah, you have all these 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 jokers around you, like they actually go through with doing the things you ask them to do, or unless they, you know, uh, be banned or damned by whatever god or this man they believe in. And the fact that we get to Thulsa Doom, he's just a fucking joke. It's like, yeah, it makes total sense. Like the there's, fact that. Okay. Go ahead. Yeah, there's a cool scene where the fire's licking on his face when he's at the top of the tumble. It's like very uh, Colonel Kurtz fucking. Uh, oh, apocalypse now, yeah. yeah apocalypse Kurtz, now, yeah. yeah, yeah. Just fucking like that look in Arnold's face is just like, yes, dude, it's coming, it's happening. Yeah. Murder, dude. Yep. 
It's, uh, I know, love it too because the whole you know the stare down too is just like yeah he's, he's almost he almost gets him with those fucking creepy snake eyes and share hair <laughs> <laughs> crazy who wouldn't but fall for that dude yeah, it's, yeah that's like flat press like goddamn man it's like I'm not even like I'm just staring at your hair, there's no hair. <laughs> back then there's no hair straighteners yeah I was thinking about fucking right here I was thinking I was thinking about um who's the guy um the um. The Mor- the Mormon guy who took after the uh, dude who gets because there was a, there was an original Mormon guy I figured his name but he was killed him and his brother were killed back in like Joseph the Smith? I, well <clears throat> yeah I think it's Joseph Smith oh he's yeah. the one who invented he it. created it yeah he, but dum, then, dum, uh, dum 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 <laughs> but the, that's when the but he was killed by the people like in that town going like you're a, a bullshit artist they so they shot him a bunch of times and his brother they killed his ass nice. but they they um uh, but they got a guy the second guy that took over. Um, but like, I forget something, but he wasn't paying taxes or whatever. And they, they get him on that, but then they find like, a they go to Texas and they, they find this huge compound they're trying to build in Texas and they bring this, this, it's, it's fun. They, the, it's, it's interesting how they bring these people down. Like you can see how weak they are. You bring sure. them down. Like kind of like that guy from, um, what's the, what's that, uh, the HBO max documentary about it, uh, that sort of woman cult or whatever. Oh, the Ke- next, Keith next Larry, yeah. yeah, he just he ripped off Scientology. Yeah, he tripped, he's a total, he's a total dork. Scientology. He likes to play volleyball and shit. Ridiculous, but like, I mean, volleyball's uh, fun, but he's a piece of shit. He's shit <laughs> but like the fact that the way they get him, they put him in fucking jail for four hundred years or some crazy shit. But like, this is a total joke. Like, once everything falls apart, it's like it's like every. I think it's what uh, maybe John Milius was kind of John Milius and Oliver were going for. Like this kind of this. You can create these all this cold false yeah, all profit and fucking false yeah. profit shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Because there's not, there's not any of that stuff in the Conan books as far as I've listened to so far. Well, I know that uh, there is the, the the snake cult is mentioned in in the Conan comics, but I don't know about the books and also yeah. the Cole comics as well. But you're talking about that before, um, but I, I'm. Uh, but they so came far, out before the movie, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, because this was an old old story, but like uh, I just like that. It's sort of like what, what uh, it's just a tale as old as time, man. Like you know these these fucking jokers yeah, always get old take, time. die. <laughs> I knew you were gonna do that, Mike. I'm gonna say <laughs> this <laughs> fucking guy. <laughs> uh, but uh, it's just it's just interesting that like um, yeah this same old shit. It, luckily this thing you only get to chop this dude's fucking head off with dad's broken sword, which is amazing. <laughs> yeah, it's incredible. In the yeah. head roll. That's a great head roll off the stairs, dude. And he hacks it. Oh, he has to oh, hack it. That, that's oh my god! That the sound of it. Sound, that sound sounds so real. So it's, great. Yeah. The they must have rolled the pig's head snakes. down. Oh, go ahead, bud. Dude, right? No, you're good, man. The reason why I hate snakes in this movie and that that image of him chunking in and rolling down has been like burned in my memory since I was Me like too. five years old. Me but too, I man. thought it was cool as fuck when I was a kid. I'm like, you crazy. He fucked him up. Right, that, fuck religion. Yeah. Oh, that's where it started. <laughs> <laughs> that's where it started. Yeah, there you get started. Oh, yeah. The Genesis. I know. I know. Uh, but um, uh, I was thinking about this when, we were, when I was watching this last night. Uh, Tron, I'm not sure if you watched like the Northman yet, but uh, I, think, I, I definitely. Got, yeah. Okay, cool. I definitely got some Robert Eggers loves Conan, and I got some. Oh yeah. I got some, I got some vibes off of here for uh, with the uh, with the Northman for sure. Yeah, most yeah, and I get Excalibur did. vibes a lot too from um, North. Oh. Like very fantastical kind of Excalibur yeah. vibes. Yeah, oh, oh yeah, yeah, definitely. Excal- I'm with you on that one, big time. Like, yeah, the whole like sort of like I wouldn't consider them hallucinations, but like sort of like some sort fever of fever like, dreams. Yeah, fever dreams. Yeah, fever dreams. Yeah, 
Yeah, it's like sure. some of it's real, but fuck, not all of it. <laughs> yeah, like, like the Bjork thing, and like the, yeah. the Bjork thing and the witch thing, the succubus lady. It's very similar. They don't fuck, obviously, but the imagery and the sort of fantastical part of it. It's very interesting to right. me. Yeah. It's like you know the seagull in the lighthouse is the ver- vulture in this one. Fucking seagull. lighthouse sometime. Jesus Christ. Oh yeah. Absolutely. Holy shit. I love Edgar's marathon. We'll have to do. Yeah, big marathon. Um, but, uh, I think this movie ends perfectly too. I, I wish I, I wish I would love, I would love to know about Sobatai, uh, where, what happens to him. Cause he's not in part two. He's not in part two. Mako is, but Mako is in some, the, the goofy guy who played, uh, I forget what he played. He was a character actor big time. We get him, we get Grace Jones, we get Will right. Chamberlain, right? From yeah, Will yep. Chamberlain, basketball player yeah, and yeah. some, some white, little white, like Zelda character or whatever. <laughs> um, yeah, we got a lot of side characters in that. Way too many, obviously, in my opinion. But um, yeah, we don't never see what happens to him. I, and I like that character a lot. It's just too bad that they yeah, don't bring him back. Yeah. So. And I, I love the the last little scroll at the very end of the film. You see, and I love seeing Arnold as like the older. Me too, dude. This goatee, like, man. Hell yeah, dude. yeah. Dude, like, so fucking cool, I, dude. I wrote it down. It's like so. Did Conan return the wayward daughter of King Osiric to her home? And having no further concern, he and his companions sought adventure in the West. Many wards and feuds did did uh, Conan fight. Oh, fuck. I can't read my head writing again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, honor and fear were reaped upon his name. In time, he became king by his own hand. But that is another story. And they do the same shit at the end of the fucking second movie. And then we never get this goddamn story. Nope. <laughs> nope. Sucks. It's Yeah. Yeah, that's a real bummer. It was a while that it was it was coming back. Like Arnold was it was supposed to be in governor. They were gonna do it, and then I guess he just focused on the shitty Terminator sequels. <laughs> yeah, yeah it's kind I of a bummer. But you always knew he was gonna succeed, right? Because even yeah. from the start, it's it's told from the perspective of my lord was going through this during this right. part of his life and this, this, and this. So you always knew that he was going to become the king right. of I something. I wanted to some... see Camelot. I know. (laughs) (laughs) But, I mean, dude, I love... This is a 10 out of 10 movie for me. Everything about it I fucking love. Yeah. It's just fascinating. Like, you you know me, I never get out these... Those ratings often, but I love everything about this first Conan film. I I, I do get... I have to read this real quick, though, because that that Conan line he has before he gets into actual battle... I know we kind of mentioned it, the the hell with you shit, but the actual line is fantastic. Like, it's incredible. yeah, Kram, I have uh, Kram, I have never prayed to you before. I have no tongue for it. No one, not even you, will remember if we were good men or bad, why we fight or why we died. All that matters in the two all that matters is first stood against many. That's what important valor pleases you, Kram. So grant me one request. Grant me revenge. And if you do not listen, then to hell with you. I love it. <laughs> Very nice, so man. Very that's nice. a very that's a very uh, Oliver Stone line. <laughs> Thinking about it now, but yeah, yeah, nice. very Oliver Stone. <laughs> oh yeah, 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 yeah. Come <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ah, Hollywood. <laughs> it's great though. It's oh, pretty mm-hmm. epic. It, it, everything, everything about this. The music alone stands on its own. Oh, man, I, mean, it's, I can't. I, like I said, I I'm, earlier, I cannot talk enough about the soundtrack. It's fucking great, man. Yeah, man. It's everything just, about this movie is great. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's, it's a ten out of ten for me. It's always been. Yeah, I mean, I think it's an iconic lore film. I mean, it's it's. 
it, it has to go down as being, you know, such, and it has, it's such an iconic fucking movie uh, for being what it is. I just wish that it they really could. It really set the pace for a lot of future epics, yeah. I, I like, yeah, exactly, exactly, yeah, it, it certainly did. And not just that, but it set the pace for a lot of Arnold's career. Yeah, after it does, it does, and uh, kind of like what Michael said a little while ago, but like uh, I kind of forgot about this, but like this movie basically, uh, like motivated it. motivated the Italian movie industry to make a ton of these fucking movies like this. They made a lot hmm. of sword and scandal movies, like the Sword and the Sorceress. There's a ton of movies like this. You guys have no idea, or maybe you do, but like when when this movie came out, the Italians fucking made a ton of these movies, like every for like a straight like three to five years it was all fucking sword and sandal movies and then when what where it came out it's all fucking post-apocalyptic for like fucking five years also so like, i felt like they wrote uh there was also what felt like thousands of books that were all based off of a conan character that were like a five-part <laughs> oh, fucking yeah. series and i got involved with a few of the series i can't even remember what they were to this day but as i was a kid i remember reading them, but all, all of them were kind of the same. exactly the same thing beastmaster is kind of very similar yeah. except he talks yeah, huh. to animals yeah yeah, lots which of, I lots believe came around the same time, right, Mike? It was yeah. I think this was like a year after. They're very close together. Yeah, very close Ooh. together. Very strange. Interesting. Yeah. Hollywood, right, John? Hollywood. Hollywood. <laughs> <laughs> They're kind of rapey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean. At this point, I would I would assume that most people know about Conan the Barbarian and not that whatever that remake was back in the day, in the early 2000s, Jason which is a pile of shit. Yeah. Um, but um, about this movie, which is a fan, it's, it's just a, a straightforward, great um, adventure mo- movie and also a great uh, revenge movie. Oh, yeah. Um, kind yeah. of like a, a, a great like sort of fish out of water movie, too, because Conan sort of like doesn't know any of this shit. And he's, he's kind of in, introduced to like sword practice, pussy uh robbing things like he's 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 all new to all this stuff and wheels in the sky he's eating frogs off a stick at one point like this is really good yeah it's good good. (laughs) Uh, punching camels for the first time you we all gotta do that you know uh but right passage it's a rite of passage, right? Uh, <laughs> and the fact that it's two hours, which I always forget that it is, but it never feels like two hours to me. It's so. got a great pace. Yeah, it flows yeah. really well. Yeah, it doesn't feel like it. It's it's just movies that are well done, and yeah, like you said, pacing's fucking awesome. It it doesn't it's ever feel like it. it. Yeah, it's yeah. weird. Like like uh, IMDb's got a, like a six point nine out of ten, which is weird. Metacritic's a forty three. I don't know, fucking both. Uh, but it's well, finally kind of interesting. <laughs> 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 yeah, it, it makes no sense. This movie, everything about it's just fascinating, old school. And I love medieval sword fighting movies. Like I kind of went on a tangent. Like I even watched like the old Three Musketeers movies from the seventies, which is actually pretty good. Oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah. Cool. yeah Oliver Platt's in it. Uh, Richard Chamberlain. Oliver, Oliver Platt was like a psychopath, of course, because he's always Oliver was. Oh yeah. Oh no, not Platt. I'm sorry. Uh, Oliver Reed. Oliver Reed. Oh, yeah, Oliver Reed's a drunk. He's a pretty great actor. Oh, yeah, yeah, he was. Yeah. <laughs> he died after on the set of fucking Gladiator, I think. He died on the set of Gladiator, yeah. yeah. Well, he died, I think he died Whoa. after this. His oh, scenes. right he after, died after, right after he, got, he finished yeah. filming. Yeah, that's correct. He's the guy. But, uh, he's, he's basically the redhead guy in Conan. He releases uh, Maximus <laughs> eventually. So, yeah. It, it's weird how those those uh, those uh, comparisons are, too, right, Mike? Like, <laughs> the way that <laughs> well, it's funny. Maximus works It's funny, out. too. On, 
Yeah, it, I, I completely agree. It's like, it's like, oh, my God. That guy's ridiculous in every fucking film he's ever been in. Apparently, he's like a piece of shit to work with. Anyway, that's a whole... Well, he was a drunk, so, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I mean, hey, this is a, it's a fantastic film. I, I, I implore everyone to go watch uh, Conan the Barbarian from 1982. It's wonderful. And if you're... If you're, um, uh, uh, it doesn't scratch your itch, you want, you want to scratch your itch some more, yeah, watch Conan the Destroyer. It's a completely different fucking movie, though. I'm sorry, I'm gonna look <laughs> Very right different now. vibe. Very different vibe. It's way goofier. Oh, yeah, yeah. I think they do, I think there's a scene in there where, like, Conan goes to punch a camel, but he doesn't do it this time. He's like, yeah, hey, I remember you. And she, he spits he on, He punches like, a horse. He punches a horse in, like, the first seven minutes. I was like, I remember oh, there's that. that. There's <laughs> that, yeah. Everyone enjoyed that in the last one. Here it comes again with a different... <laughs> but I remember, I, remember him, I remember him going to the town, and he's like, I remember you. I'm sorry about what happened last time. Yeah. Uh, but then he like, <laughs> spits on, like, Grace Jones and shit. It's, it's weird. It's a really goofy, weird movie. But, like, it gets really bloody. It's very strange, but... The ending is yeah. fucking... It's good. It's shit of me as a kid. It's really weird. And it's PG-13. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. It's a Conan yeah. movie. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Step it up, guys. More tits, more violence. More killing. Yeah. More killing. <laughs> and then, like, they do Red Sonia, and Red Sonia, he's not, he's like a prince in that movie. He's like almost like, uh, fucking like, uh, 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 He Man or some shit. He just kind of is a dude hanging out, but he's like, is this not Conan? Oh, it's not. He's a prince, whatever. I'm like, what the fuck is this? Yeah, he's not. Weird. But it's like, yeah. I should have just made it. Yeah, I should have just made it that way. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah, terrible. it's, it's, it's the same yeah. guy. It's very strange. Um, but yeah. This movie is incredible, and it needs to be watched all the time. <laughs> it's one yeah. of my favorite Arnold movies, hands down. Yeah. Oh, it's your favorite one? It's one of my favorite oh, Arnold wonderful. movies, yeah, hands okay. down, yeah. I'd give yeah. it top five. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's an, easily it's my favorite easily one too, yeah. top five, yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I, um, I wish I could have made a list. I wanted, to make, I wanted to make a list of, like, top, like, what, what are you guys' top three, like, favorite, like, fucking uh, uh, head shop scenes? Because <laughs> this has got some great head shop <laughs> scenes in this movie. Right. <laughs> I couldn't think of a lot of my. Th- this, I don't even think. Um, what's his name? Cuts off. What's his name? And uh, I forget his name. Uh, uh, the son um, in uh, uh, Excalibur at the end. He gets speared. But um, I was trying to think of some head shopping scenes. Man, can't think of a lot of them besides uh, Evil Dead. Kingdom Heaven has some cool ones. Oh, okay. Oh, Braveheart, I guess, has great ones too. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Braveheart. Sin City, I think, had a good one with that cop guy. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, that fucking deadly little meal. The scene, uh, the, the scene in the Omen where uh, Donald Sutherland has a he he his car steers off and he's like a painted glass like cuts his fucking head off is pretty good. Oh, I don't know if you guys yeah. remember that at all? It's pretty fun. It's a great slow 1970s scene. Is and also uh, directed it's Richard Donner directed that too, so it's pretty fun. Oh fucking yeah. Hereditary has one of the most fucked up. Oh <laughs> dude, 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 uh, dude. But we yeah. digress. Yeah, yeah <laughs> digress. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because I was like, man, there's like two decapitation scenes in here. It's amazing. So I love it. Yeah. So, all right. Well, cool. All right. So, this is the, um, so, uh, uh, thanks guys for listening to the show. We appreciate it. Uh, don't be a piece of shit. If you guys have anything else to say, we jump off here or, yeah, I mean, um, just uh, take care of yourself. I mean, lay waste to all of your enemies, make see them <laughs> driven before you, and hear the lamentations of their women. <laughs> My son, that's um, that is good. That is good. <laughs> that is good. <laughs> Nothing that is better good. than having wind to get wind through my hair and a falcon on my wrist. Yes. <laughs> Thanks, guys. We'll talk to you guys next time. Peace. Peace.